What is lacking from that recap of the story events of everything that took place, really, because the, the purpose of those videos is to allow anyone to be able to catch up to where we are with relative brevity should they miss a session or a couple sessions or just find the show. But what was missing was the exact circumstances of the ending of last week's Age of Ashes episode, where we found some fairly large local wildlife, mm. I would say, is, is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with fairly large local wildlife. These are just a different kind me. of elephant. I mean... That's wrong on all accounts. Depending upon what he rolls, it might become what we <laughs> find out. <laughs> Everything is an elephant of some denomination. Mm -hmm. I'm confused. You had started following the tracks that those cinder claws had left from the elephant people's village further out to the east in the very southern edges of the jungle. Uh, out far into the areas where the Ekajai can no longer travel because of this strange blindness. Fortunately, that hasn't appeared to affect any of you yet so far. So it seems like Nikita's hypothesis was correct. It's a very directed effect, whatever it is. Well, you don't have to worry about that. You do kind of have to worry about a couple of incredibly large local fauna that seem to have arrived. Mm. And these things, with beaks almost like an oversized pelican, easily 10, maybe even 12 feet long. Just the They're mouth. Like canoes. Of this. It is. You could easily, like, Espus wanted to make a raft. You could just paddle upstream in the detached bills of one of these enormous pelicans. But while they have the head and the beak of one of these birds. They have the body of something entirely different. Massive bat-like wings. And as they turn and notice you, and as they spread, one of them hopping across the large pools of this swampy terrain, its wingspan seems to be near 40 feet. The things are enormous, <laughs> towering far overhead dwarfing each of you with a single talon on its claws, both attached its strange little elbows on the wings and on their oddly little bird-like feet. But they're kind of furry, almost. A long telescopic sort of giraffe neck covered in a thick white fuzz. It may be feathers. It's difficult really to tell given the scale of the creature itself. And I'm gonna give you couple of enormous pterodactyl monster tokens. One has an axe. <laughs> that's awkward. There's only one of these in the bestiary box. <laughs> disregard the dead tree razor. It's a second giant pterodactyl. And we left off uh, as Ver had been exploring his knowledge check, which I know I rolled once, then you failed. And you wanted a halfling lock and roll again. We decided to just kind of stall on the outcome of that because, well, this was all going to happen in the next session, which we thought was going to be two weeks later. But remind me of your nature modifier, you can see. That is a 14. No, that is a 12. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. No, still pretty decent, though. And looking at one of these, while dinosaurs exist 
in the Galarian universe, they're not terribly common. They're, they're much relegated to places like this, unexplored, uninhabited islands, the depths of the rainforest here. This is a pterodactyl, or something very akin to it, but much, much larger. A... Just call it a Quetzalcoatl. Quet Quetzalcoatl? Quetzalcoatlus? It's the name it's of an a, actual it's dinosaur a Quetzalcoatlus? Yeah, that's what we're going with. I could, I could buy Quetzalcoatlus from this series of letters that is on this card. Quetzalcoatlus is something that I could buy. I'm not an archaeologist. I'm aware this is an actual dinosaur, and I have no idea how to say it. Again, don't make fun of me. Uh, but they are all that they look like they are. A colossally massive prehistoric predator that, well, is very simple in its existence. It is a hunter, and much like a pelican, it uses that enormous freaking beak to just kind of peck away or scoop up whatever it really feels like. And these two here on the island, you can tell as they pick through the re uh, remains of a campsite that looks like it was fairly recent before these two just ripped it apart. They look very, very hungry. <laughs> Halfling lunch! So why don't we... I hate you. <laughs> We're going to minus your initiative. Resume's too busy thinking about pun. Well, you guys roll me some initiative here. Uh, plus one from me. Thank you. Thank nice you. Scouting. What you got, Rare? 29. Cool. Well, buddy, are... sound like you're impressing over there. We're both, like, yeah, really on top of things. Uh, 34. 34. We got some new tokens. I'm not entirely positive how visibly <laughs> differentiable these are going to be on stream, so let me know. Uh, Dalren? 30. 30? Just 30. Espus? 31. 31, you say. And resume. 30. Who wants to go first? Me and Doran. Uh, me, please. You go first. Melee man, please. Melee man would like to go first. <laughs> Thank you. So if I keep these all on this side here, I can slide them through these. We have plenty of space. And then... It's quite the day when a 29 is the last in the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite the day, and it's also just kind of the progression of second edition. It's yeah. much mm -hmm. more linear than Wani was, because you had a similar thing in first edition, but it was only damage that scaled like this and no other numbers in the entire game. Oh, your hits. Your hits scaled like that. Here, your base attack yeah, bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your martial class. I still don't feel like it spiked. It spiked through. I guess your base attack bonus and your damage, really, yeah. and absolutely nothing else. Yeah, there. your defense didn't spike, um, didn't, didn't do it, and your... But now everything scales in second edition much more evenly. Mm -hmm. Since we're sixth level now, everything, the numbers are just becoming a lot bigger. And Miko Rems, feeling particularly evil today, is going to load me up with a fourth villain point, just in time for me to roll some giant Quetzalcoatlus initiative. That sounds right. I like the way that 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 moves on my tongue. I'm well, go I used to Quetzalcoatlus. I used to play a dinosaur computer game, and it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it's like, it's an actual dinosaur. Theoretically, it's not like a made-up name. That's why I wanted to try so hard to get it. Thank you, Dad, for making me play that computer game that taught me about dinosaurs. <laughs> Hooray! Appreciate you. All those times you thought your random dinosaur knowledge would never come in useful. Well, I'm gonna immediately use that villain point. Thank you, Mika Rems. <laughs> I appreciate you. You want to use another one? It just gobbles got, them up. You got and plenty. Pelican beak. I do want to use another one, but uh, I'm not going to. I'm just gonna go ahead and plop this dude down here. He can just chill. Not being a 29. That's the nearest one. Whereas the one further back is going to do 
Much better. What did you roll on the die, out of curiosity? 14. Yeah, you guys hot rolled the hell out of these. Just a wisdom over here. It had to happen sometime. Yeah. They're on an island some distance away from you, and they're just kind of noticing you here, and I mean, it makes sense. They're lazily turning and thinking, oh, food maybe, while you are screaming in panic at the giant <laughs> monsters that are looking at you thinking, What's oh, food probably. <laughs> so, buddy, you are the first to react here. They're, they, and they very much are sort of slowly turning towards you. One of them is spreading its wings, looking to uh, flap across this bit of standing bog water here, but they aren't exactly diving forward, talons swinging for the assault. Well, um, well, they look like predators, but I mean, even a barrel gets spooked if you try hard enough, right? So I'm going to run forward, I don't know, I guess 10 feet, and wave my arms a whole lot. You're gonna run up into the bug? Oh, it's okay. Because on, like... on the map here, I remade this map so it's way less laggy. I did it. There's not covered in gif trees. Uh, you can see some of the standing swampy water around this terrain. Uh, the edges of it, the yellowy water, are going to be difficult terrain, while the deeper patches that are greener is actually greater difficult terrain, which costs you 20 feet of movement to move through. Wow. That is. We are still under the effects of Show of the Way. What does Show the Way do? Reduces me. the penalty of greater and difficult terrain. While you're that, following something, right? That works non That works in combat? I am positive that does not apply in combat. I'm but feel free to look sure. it up later if you're Um, I'll... Uh, I just, I guess I could go to one further, uh, so I'm still kind of on the edge here. I'm, I don't have to go on, fully into Elbog. You are on the edge. But, so yeah. So I'll just be on the edge, and then I'm going to uh, be like, get out of here, shoo, shoo, here now, chickens, get out of here. Excuse me, excuse me, you have no idea of my intimidating prowess here. <laughs> Two on the die. So actually we're rolling a villain point down. We have successfully rolled initiative so far. Okay, so that's a 19, so 28. Ooh, scary. Uh, 28, the one closest to the front here does seem to kind of question the situation. <laughs> As it steps, and you step up and yell at it, it spreads its wings, kind of arcing forward, flapping towards you a little bit while it raises its beak kind of up in the air in a similar, seemingly intimidating display. I will raise my shield. <laughs> Alrighty. Esmus, also chat, I'm going to do this now. Tell me what you think of this. So that at any given time, this is a snapshot of whose turn it actively is, and then going down instead of a static who rolled the best initiative. Gonna be livelier. I like it. I like it. I think it's neat. I think it's an easier, quicker. It's like real funny. It's the best idea ever. So yeah, pretty much. And totally. You are. I know. I definitely. It's not what Roll Twenty has done for us for many years at Pathfinder automatically. It's not the best. It's not just the beard. Esmus. So, uh, you know it. You love it. Hunt prey. And first things first, hunted shot. Two shots at my prey. Ooh, that's intimidating. <laughs> I'm large. intimidating. It is pretty large. Shoot with the dude in front. Uh, no, I'm uh, the one in, in the back. Okay, just taking some shots here. Yep, taking some shots. It Let's is see. for travel only. Okay, first shot. Just under the under the table. <laughs> Bounce point out of the dice box. That was a small gap, too. That was a skill shot. I know, right? Also, I did some audio balancing adjustments, chat, so tell me if the sound effects and the music is too loud slash too quiet. We hear it louder. You should hear it quieter than it was before. Okay. Okay. All right, so first shot. Uh, 23 armor class. Uh, 23, as your arrow shoots out 
Uh, you're gonna see it punch right into this thing. It is soft, meaty flesh. So as your arrow kind of embeds itself in a wing, the thing is just so dang massive that's completely negligible to it. 23 okay. is not gonna hit. Okay. And second shot. Session reroll. Who we go? We're gonna go through them today. All right, boys. We're gonna throw our money at them. Yeah. Pretty much. Pay them to go away. <laughs> Uh, 26. A 26 will hit a little better. I'll succeed. Yeah. All right. Damage. Damage. For 14 points of damage. No, 13 points of damage. Oh, I thought you said poison damage. I also yeah, heard I poison, poison damage. Poison. But so, so the arrow, so the, the first, uh, for lining up the second shot, um, or after the first shot just kind of sinks in, like you said, and just doesn't really do anything. The second one, just put it in the exact same spot and drive that arrow a little, <laughs> drive that arrow a little deeper, just like, fine. And just Now rip it a little bit of a visible hole in this, in one of this thing's wings. Yes. Doing, a little more like the token we used for it, I suppose. Yeah, doing some piercing. Some Razor's good, got hold of his wings. Try to do some piercing damage here, and I'll take a third shot, just a regular shot. Okay. And 18. 18 is uh, not going to do it. Again, it's not difficult to hit the thing. It's incredibly large. It's difficult to make a difference to it. It's just, it just dwarfs your weapons. Dollar in. All right. Well, uh, this just seems about an appropriate, appropriate time for it, given how they're all arranged like this. So uh, first things first, well, this lightning channels up, wraps up. But this time it just builds up bigger and bigger and bigger until his, he's literally glowing. And then he'll just lunge forward, and a bolt of lightning is going to flash out from him and spear through these two. That is my Dragon's Rage Lightning Breath. Okay. Oh. So I'm assuming that's reflex save. That is totally a reflex, like save. reflex save. DC 22. As large as these creatures are, they are still wild animals. They're somewhat skittish and surprisingly reactive to move their enormous bulk out of the way. Uh, that is going to be a math o'clock here. Hold on. It'll be a 33 on the front one's reflex uh, save. That will critically succeed. And a 31 on the second one. That will only save. normally succeed. The first one dodges out entirely. Yeah. <laughs> Put on edge by Buford. That's it. Mm. Oh, definitely a 32 because he's frightened one. Does that make a difference in the critical success? Uh, just. Just. So it will hit both of them. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I oh, mean, just It just does not. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I rolled terribly, so that's only 14 total, so he'll take seven lightning so damage. The one in the back is taking the arrows and also taking the lightning bolt. The one in the front here entirely managing with a very surprising swiftness to pull itself away. Is that your, is that a, is that a Yeah, that's two one, actions? it's way, has two actions to lightning, to ah, cast I lightning. Ah, Resume then. Um, Resume's eyes will widen. And um, these things are huge, and she does not want to particularly get hit by them. Um, so you'll hear uh, you'll hear her whisper out, "Multiplicarum," and uh, three other resmes will appear, sort of in different parts of the crowd, and they'll all kind of go, "Ha, huh, that's better," and then they'll all cast shield in front of them. Defend it as well as you possibly can <laughs> yeah. be here. I like it. I like it. I feel like trying something slightly risky. Oh, great. Not bringing- Mercy's these. <laughs> this is how Mercy's normal people, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I want to try throwing some food onto the island with them. Okay. So I'm just going to dig a ration out of my bag and just 
chuck it over onto the island. I would imagine I don't need to roll to just get on the island. Uh, no, you can... There's uh, two actions. One to pull some just some food out of your bag and another one to just pitch it as hard as you can onto the far shore. You can definitely at least land it in front of this uh, front Quetzalcoatlus. Uh, make me a nature check. Because simply yeeting the food is only so effective. Well, I'm going to go on ahead and re-roll that with a session re-roll, because that's a three on the oh, die. Oh, baby. Silver coins ran fast. <laughs> and then I'm going to I'm gonna go on ahead and give you one from uh, TNT, right. because that's a seven, and we're going to we're gonna go... Maybe you wish you'd been a little less spendy to dance off, huh? Absolutely <laughs> not. These are well-spent points. No regrets. No regrets. None whatsoever. To a ten for a twenty-two. A twenty-two... You toss these rations down in front of this front class as it's kind of posing. It dips out of the way of lightning, and it turns its beak and sees that there is food there. It definitely distracts it for a moment. It's going to be stunned one. Hmm. Hmm. Plays with one action. She's going to yell out, try tossing more food, and then pop up a shield, just in case. I'm in the back. A slightly toasted, arrow-studded <laughs> one of the creatures here is a little bit upset. And he is going to spread his wings and glide across the water, oh. alighting on the ground here near the source of these arrows that are flying towards it. The lightning, seemingly either spooky or less threatening to it, it's pretty mad at the dude shooting arrows back here. As it lands, it's going to peck down with an enormous beak, significantly larger than your entire body, spreading stone and uh, wet earth all around you as it strikes uh, for a 27. That'll hit. Some dice here. Need this die. So that is going to peck you. Or I don't like that he rolled that twice. Six damage. Ouch. Oof. And as it strikes, this beak Whomp. is gonna hit you with such a colossal impact that it's not only throwing you off balance, it is going to rip a jagged wound open. You are bleeding quite severely as well. Mm. Now the other bird here. For a moment, pecks down at the rations that Rur has tossed on the island near its feet. It does very much seem interested. It wants food. <laughs> and spending an action to grab at some of this, it realizes there's not really a whole lot here. And it is going to fly over Ooh. towards where this food apparently came from. Still in flight, sweeping down with a talon towards Rur for a 31. That is just a crit. Just a crit. Just um, a crit. Just barely I, a crit. I can, uh, as he uh, swoops down on, on this uh, small halfling, he worries, well, maybe all the rest of this food's going to be really spicy. I don't know about this creature. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just peppers. <laughs> maybe he just, I don't know, he smells kind of like peppery. I don't know. I don't know if I want to eat that. I'm feeling this this weird doubt. It's actually going to falter with its talent. It's not going to land. And it is going to veer off in flight and land somewhere over here. 
having just swoop with a talon on the wing, not needing to stop, just snatching at you, and land, put its wings back up and its beak back up again, and continue just kind of posturing here. Buddy. One of them is confused and chilling, the other one is very aggressively mulling Espus. Espus! <laughs> I'm gonna go. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Clomp, 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 clomp. Over, uh, over in front of Espus, actually. Um, clomping all the way over. I wanna move the camera a little bit. Oh, good plan, good plan. Tokens, but continue. Uh, okay, and then I'm going to uh, grab this bird's beak <laughs> <laughs> and try yet. Yeah, so I'm gonna try and grab this this, this beak. You're getting some Titan wrestler value in this campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! That's a natural one, so I will trade in a. a We're gonna a need five, four. Bring four back. Okay, turn it into five piece. Changing four hero okay, points. Okay, that was, uh, Mucker can help us out here. here. Here's two, three, four from the Bank of Kudos. <laughs> okay, let's... Grab that beak. Oh. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Beak grab you. Well, it's probably not a critical failure, so five on the die for a, um, 19. Uh, 19... As you try to grab it, it flips the beak back up, nearly knocking you over. That is almost a critical failure. Okay, failing. well, that's better um, than a critical failure. But you managed to keep your footing. <laughs> you know, well, okay, and then I will raise my shield. That's a good idea. Espus. Just, just very quickly after the after the beak, like you said, it just kind of came down and just shattered rock and things uh, down in the bog. Just, you know, one hand clutching on the chest with this massive gash straight through the leathers. And uh, just very quickly use uh, my new feet for step. I will take a five foot step back and take a shot. A little bit of distance seems like it's quite pertinent. Yeah, a little bit. That is a 34. 34 will hit. Hey. It's not a critical, critical hit. It's better than nothing. That's two eights I see over there. Hey. That is 18 points of damage. Nice. Just just immediately jumping backward and just putting it like as uh, as it like brought its beak back to th uh, to throw Buddy backward, just burying it near the throat. And with a solid shot there, even though from a distance, looking at the whole scope of this creature, it looks like it's got a noodle neck. That neck is probably four, four feet around. <laughs> yeah. Your arrow sits like a thumbtack. It hurts it, blood oozes out, but this thing is just so massive, it's still relatively uninjured. Okay. I'm going to immediately take a full move and go 30 feet, just back, back and away. Where we have map. Oh, we, we have, have map. map. I'm assuming you're gonna move around the, around the uh, oh, yes. swamp here to avoid any sort of a difficult terrain issue. Yes, thank you. They can make me shift everything, but I've actually got a bunch of map because I figured this, this may take a decent amount of space <laughs> to find something so large. And then I will hunted shot for two more shots. Oh yeah, stuff shot. That was one action, yeah. Yep. 
Action cool. economy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot of the improvements that you get in second edition are action economy rather than just raw numbers. So yeah, being able it's to nice. Step and strike as one action instead of just like your strike more do gooder. Mm. I like it a lot. Uh, this is uh, a 24 a armor class. 24 isn't going to do meaningful damage to it. Okay. It's going to fail. And second shot. 26. 26 will land, though. 26 will hurt him. You were right. Yellow came through. Mm -hmm. uh, for 13 more points of arrow damage, just trying to focus on that on that spot. It may look like a thumbtack, but dang it, if porcupines don't hurt. <laughs> so as you put 51 damage on this creature here, it still seems to be more mad than it is a concern for its own safety, though it is definitely starting to show some signs of wear. But so are you as you bleed for seven damage. Just tearing that wound open by constantly going across <laughs> the chest. And then go ahead and roll me a flat d20 to see if that ends. Okay. As a reminder, there is a just flat 20%, 25% chance that uh, any condition, any... The gash will just seal itself. In. So 15 or higher? 15 or higher, yeah. Okay. Nope. Right, Dalren. All right. So, huh. all right. Well, I, I was thinking of trying to go and keep this thing busy uh, while this gets dealt with, but it might make more sense to focus down. And Resume's spell probably keep her safe. Yeah, let's try that. So, uh, in this case, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, move up directly next to Rur. Uh, and I'm just going to use the advantage of my... Uh... can't see past the giant Quetzalcoatlus panel. There you go. Thank you, sir. You are welcome. <laughs> like, it was... The other way, it's literally blocking my view of all They're big birds. I think they're over there somewhere. I know they hear some noises. Um, and I'm going to take a slash at it. Uh, that's a 25. 25 will land. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> all right. Nice. nice. Uh, 15 and 8 is 23 lightning damage. That's pretty solid. Nice job, Dragon Man. And I'm going to follow that up around and see if I can pull that back and catch it again. And that's a nat 20. Oh, baby. baby. Oh, Leading baby. up with one into a critical strike. Assuming hey, the attack modifier can't possibly be low enough, though it doesn't critically succeed. Yeah, it's a 35 yeah. to hit. Yeah. Um, let's see, 13 plus 8, 21 times 2, 42 lightning damage. <laughs> 42 lightning damage is actually going to blast that thing apart immediately uh, with a quick one-two hack. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> the angry pterosaur falls with a massive crash into the wet earth. Resume. Um, Resume will uh, look at the other bird and... um. Shout out Ignis! Ignis Maxima! And we'll <laughs> drop a fireball on it. <laughs> I mean, it's a swamp. Swamps don't it's burn well. <laughs> Alright. The Ekijai. <laughs> well, he's not currently fighting anyone. He's just kind of posturing for position here, trying to get some food. As in, a fireball is not a, not a subtle spell, I would say. <laughs> ample time to attempt to avoid this. Gonna get a 31 on the reflex save. Um, that will fail. No, I don't I'm think sure it will. It does not. I think it won't. It won't critically I'm, succeed. I'm positive that doesn't fail. There is. No, 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 no. Uh, the fireball will only do half damage. Right. Okay. So it succeeds. So it succeeds. It succeeds. Right, okay. Right. You, you are sad. Yes. <laughs> well, like, there's no universe. You must only see is 31 right now. But I still get to do half damage, yeah, you still right? Get to do half. Okay. 
It's going to start making that noise next. Um, uh, 21. All right, 21. So is that half or that's all of it? That's all of it, yeah. This is the first thing it's actually hit this one. He's just kind of down in the corner. And um, I will cast shield again. All right, Rur. Poor Rur had such a good idea. I still have an idea. It robbed it of an action. That's true. All right, now that there's a crispy chicken meal on the ground here. Oh, good point. I'm going to hop up on top of it. Because I'm assuming it's big, but it's not like thick. It's like it's I could get on large. the wing. It's yeah, you, you could hop up on a wing to be sure. Yeah. It is like a probably ten, eight, ten foot high mount. It's pretty large, but you can get up onto the edge of it for sure. And I'm going to uh, eat it. I'm going to make myself very obvious, and I guess try and show it. There's more food here because it, it showed it saw that I gave it food already. <laughs> now I'm trying to be like, there's more food right here. Eat your friend. Eat your friend. cannibalism. We're gonna go. They don't have society. They don't have concepts like cannibalism. You're going to pelican hell, lizard <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> uh, would a 26 be a little better on that nature check? Uh, 26 does seem pretty alright. Uh, but as you call out when try to distract it, it now seems far more distracted by the giant fireball that was just thrown. <laughs> It's a little, a little more angry in that direction than it is currently hungry. You have one action left. Shield. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, nothing else I can do. I tried. Oh, well, crap. So this creature here, in response, is going to leap off off the ground, gliding forward once more, this time directly towards Resme, as it swoops down, passing with a talon for a... Uh, Stop Give me a nice point here. <laughs> we use Blink 1429's last one. Thank you for that, comrade. This Pelican's time of need. Uh, much better. Slipping down for a 35. Quick math. Okay. Um, roll some percentile dice. 75% of the time, he's not going to hit me. Well, so something or- happens with a critical is a critical hit, which is he stri- he it negates the critical hit. Yeah, it's a normal it's hit on you and you lose. It's a regular hit. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there is no, he is just so large and his talent's so massive that he both cleaves through one of these mirror images and strikes solid. But I don't get a crit. You, but don't, you get don't get crit. crit. I mean, that's still a, a lot of value. That's sure. value. And I have two images left. And he is going to swipe you for 17 damage. And I'll be, no, that, and that one's spicy too. <laughs> this one seems a little mad now. Yeah, so yeah, he's, yeah, uh, yeah. he's going to take the enfeebled. Okie dokie. Um, does that take off any that of takes the damage? That, yeah. Um, just looking at real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's eight. Okay, so it's gonna be nine instead of seventeen. Okay, um, so uh, you'll see that spectral ghost um come up and take the hit for her, and um then recede back into her. And Resume doesn't have a scratch on her. However, she is snatched up in the talon of this thing, as it flaps up, carrying her. Two phantasmal mirrored Resumes just kind of <laughs> flying behind, <laughs> and pitches up. About 20 feet in the air, just flying off. Resume in tow. Yay! Huh. Bye, Resume. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm gonna grab a hammer. I've got. I'm gonna drop my regular hammer, pick up the silver light hammer, and chuck it after it. <laughs> Put her down, you idiot! So it is 20 feet, which is exactly the range increment. So you think yep. penalty? <laughs> Put your hammer up at this angle. Okay, so that is. Ah, right, that's pretty good actually. Um, that's a. Um, uh, it's a. 27. Uh, 27 will hit. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's see. Maybe you've managed to hit the pterodactyl there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we were hoping for. Uh, only for six damage, though, unfortunately. So you just see your hammer. Everyone just sees a kind of bundle. <laughs> We're never getting that hammer back. We'll and just then, find a small, like, hammer-shaped hole in the peat moss somewhere. And then, 20 feet up. You can watch the hammer land in the mud somewhere underneath yeah. this thing. And then I'm going to try and uh, yell after it. Drop that wound! Excuse me! <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Okay, so it's minus five for being an attack rate. Intimidate's not an attack, no. Oh, it's not? Oh, okay, no. cool. Demoralizing is not, does not have the attack rate. Okay, so that would be a uh, 26. So 26, spooked, he flaps harder. Uh, <laughs> drop the thing! <laughs> That's this. Hey. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, sorry, resume. <laughs> hunt prey and full volley. First hunted shot. There's no such thing as called shots in the second edition. There are not, no. Okay. All right, so just two shots. First shot. Is gonna get a hero point. Thank you, Deadly Doll, for the hero point. You're about to give me the been, dice. This is what you've been loaded up for. <laughs> oh, I can't see the overlay right now. What do you have? You're the nameplate is up. I have one What's left. That Much better. Uh, that will be a 34. 34 will hit. Oh! He's frightened one. 34 will critically hit. Yeah! Teamwork makes the dream work. Sure does. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And deadly. Yeah. Doll. That's right. <laughs> For a total of 20 points of damage. All right. Uh, so just send, trying to sink an arrow and once again, just porcupining this thing, just sending a, an arrow right up into the towards the throat, and try the second shot. Is a thirty-one. Thirty-one will hit. I told you the yellow dice is going to carry you. This is fueled by adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just let her go, let her go, let her go. <laughs> Drop it. Drop it. Put that out. Put that out. What, what have you? you got there? Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for 12 more points of damage, just sinking arrow after arrow into the same spot over and over again. Alrighty. And third shot. <laughs> well, let me see that 20. No, nope, that one, that would uh, just, uh, 15, just goes wide. Is that, uh, you have one left, I believe, right? No, I'm done, because I have to pray. Oh, you have to hunt a new yeah. prey, that's right. All right. Huh. Well... That's oh. inconvenient. Oh, no. <laughs> um, pop a javelin off. Haven't had a chance to prep this yet, but Lightning's going to charge the javelin. He's going to launch it into the sky after this thing. Uh, that's going to be a 25. 25 will hit. You're still bleeding. Oh, that's right. Oh, I am right. still bleeding. Maximum. Nice. Uh, that's a Eight total of... Can I roll to check and see if I... 14 lightning damage. 
Bone's starting to take some, some pretty good hits as it has sailed over the group, wheeling around to seemingly fly back to wherever it came from with its new meal. Um, I do have an action left. You do have can an action I, left. Can I try to follow it? Well, you can it? see, as it picks her up, it's definitely wheeling around to the left. It looks like it's heading back maybe towards the island the, where they first were. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I will start running that way. That's what's your speed? Uh, 35. Speed 5. 10, yep. 20, 30 because of the difficult brain. So you All get right. to the edge of the deep bog here. Perfect. Could you theoretically jump across it? I yeah, probably just like, could, actually. Is it jumpable or is that too far? I can't tell exactly how big it is. Well, the thing is I have to actually wade up to the jump, the part yeah. I need to jump over first. It's probably faster just to wade through it. So, Resume, you are currently grabbed. Um, held aloft with this thing's claws. Having a great time. Um, Resme um, will um, transform herself into a ladybug. I'm doubting that this thing is going to have expected her to turn into a small insect, so hopefully she is just going to fall through his claws onto the ground. Well, it is relatively difficult to produce the somatic components of your spells while it's holding on to you. I mean, so it's it holding does, me, it but... It does need a flat check. Okay. Flat check. Oh, it's, it's on the card. It's literally DC5. There's just like a oh, okay. 20% chance to lose the spell trying to cast this guy. It just doesn't have you. 14. Like 14, all right. So with that magic, it's gripping you. As you transform into a ladybug, its claw just kind of shuts. And that is entirely too small for this thing's massive talent hands to continue holding on to. So you would slip right out of its grip as it, as it uh, flaps back towards the island. Um, she's gonna, uh, crawl up onto a leaf and stay as a ladybug, because I don't want to change back into me yet and draw its attention back to me. Do your duplicates change, too? Yep. He's, he's basically, would just, realistically, he's 20 feet in the air. Just see Resme cast a spell and disappear. Disappear. She's just gone. She just poofed. <laughs> right. It's gone. I don't know exactly what happened up there, so I'm gonna go with my original plan. I'm gonna cast Command and I need a save, a will save, from this dinosaur. Does it have to be able to understand you? It's going to be a 32 on a nat 20. Oh, well then he critically succeeds. <laughs> he is uh, not listening to you anymore. He's focusing on food, everything's hitting him, he's confused about where the food he just had went. He doesn't have time to listen to you right now. And I will move off of the body and back down to beside Buddy. I don't need to be standing on a giant bird anymore. Alrighty. So, this thing, somewhat injured, not mortally so, is gonna go ahead and continue what it was doing of just flying back towards the island. Nothing in its hands, but as it flies over, oh hey look! There's something in the bog that I can pick up and eat. It's totally very is. visible crackling with lightning. Come get me. As he flies by, uh, that is going to be a 21. Versus my... Versus your armor class to Grave of the Talon. Oh, uh, no, I'm AC 23, actually. Ooh. So you just actually, gotta duck? You he's actually just gonna whip. Into <laughs> yeah, he got a bog to hide in there. I just whap. <laughs> Before he ends up landing on the island here and turning around to shoot this massive Talon beak now splashing down to the bog water towards you. Okay. And that one is gonna also be kind of, can't really see you super well in the water with a math 15 only. Yeah, nope, nope. He's feeling a little peckish. Just 
Does this guy again just slide off to the side? Is no, I don't think so. Different. Uh, I'm going to watch, walk over the uh, edge of the fog near kind of Dalren. I want to be in within 15 feet of both Dalren and Rurus. Is the it's kind of an optimum, them. yes. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to be like, now you, you know, now get along here. Like, you keep keep moving. Trying to uh, intimidate. What is that? Oh my beautiful. god, that's a natural one! Okay, so I'm clearly not doing well on so the intimidation. you've already intimidated this guy earlier, and you can only demoralize something once every 10 minutes. 10 minutes, I forgot about that. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Well, it was, I would, would have worked. Um, so I guess my last, uh, does that still count? Because I still try. No. So you don't know use an action. Oh, okay. You have the mechanics, you forgot you can't do that. Okay, um, then I guess, well, it doesn't really matter because I'll just gonna raise my shield. <laughs> I don't have a whole lot to do Ready here. Esvis, before you take your actions here, Kyrie JCB, our archer, <laughs> needs a refill. The power of Jet pumping direct infusion of hero points Thank into Esvis's veins. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Maybe this doesn't go horribly. Thank you, Roman. Alright, so just fighting through the pain is just chest just soaked in, in oh, blood at this point. I'll just constantly stretch the wound, stretch the wound. <laughs> You're like all the way back over here. You're yeah. off in the distance. Okay. Just, I'll fix it. But uh, <laughs> thankfully, Longbow has the keyword long in it. So just once again, hunted shot. Just you gotta actually use the range for once. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty close to that 100 foot. You're actually kind of pushing. You're know, like 50 or 60 for this thing. So I'm going to just set out another volley, just trying to get this thing away from us. I'm not, well, I mean, it is away from us, but put it down. It has, we've successfully promoted it to away from us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time to put it down. First shot. It, 22, just going to... Kind of clips the wing. Yeah. Doesn't do anything meaningful. Second it's shot. Pretty bloody. Is a 26. 26 will hit. Okay. For nine points of piercing damage, just hitting hitting around another part of the wing, probably hitting the hard bone. Okay. Not doing anything meaningful. And then uh, just take a. Actually. Does can battle medicine stop bleeding? Like a, a, battle medicine just uh, gives you some health. Theoretically, okay. if, like if you restore yourself to full health, it probably stop the bleeding because obviously you're not bleeding anymore. You're full right. health. But otherwise, no, it will functionally kind of help tend to you. You can, as two actions, make a medicine check against the uh, the creature's DC to give yourself another attempt to stop the bleeding, which is a DC 10. So it's much more likely to stop it, but still not even guaranteed. Stopping bleeding is actually pretty hard to take condition. Fair enough. Well, stopping bleeding in two seconds with the massive gash across your chest is reasonably difficult to do. Fair enough. Um, I'm. I have two actions left. That's that's what I'm gonna do. Is just very quickly, like the 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 belt that Ethos normally has for his pauldron. Just he's gonna very quickly try to unloosen uh, it and snatch it tight over his chest. All right, make me a medicine check. Just tape your rib cage back together. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. A total of 20. Out of 20, this thing has struck you pretty soundly, but that is going to give you a chance to stop bleeding so severely that it's literally killing you. So flat check, easy okay. 10. Oh, come on, yellow die. You can do it. 
19. Nice. nice. It also has the advantage of not making you take damage anymore because that was before the end of your turn. So it's enough. You're still bleeding. It's still painful. It's probably more painful now, but you've done enough to tourniquet it almost. It's not going to kill you. Is that the third or the fourth 19 in a row out of the yellow dice? Fourth. Dull red. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I'm, he's he's up to basically sort of his chest in the bog. But the thing has landed right there in front of him. So he's just going to go into a high guard and lightning's going to crackle up and some small fish will kind of belly. Crawl <laughs> <laughs> dance. Single like you say, too. The goal is to kill as much wildlife as possible. Stop these Cinderclaws. We're doing a great job, too. Spectacular. Don't worry, we'll eat them. We'll eat them. And uh, he's just going to start trying to launch a skewering attack right back at it. Uh, so that's a 26. 26 and that's see, 19 lightning damage. All right. And let's take another shot for good measure. Uh, that's only a... That's a 10. That's yeah, I mean. that's definitely not going to even be able to hit it, really. It's kind of hard to keep your posture here with this fog water, and it's not even sturdy footing underneath. It's mud and muck. Yeah, so... Um, and uh, no one likes not being mobile, so I'm actually going to kind of try to crawl up. I think I've got some space there. That's a 20. Oh, boy. Actually, you know what I can do? Um, I'm going to... Oh, it's a command. Turn that on, so never mind. Um, I'll do it anyway. Uh, I'll command on. I'll activate my bracelet. Uh, it's like an acrobatics boost bracelet, but it's got a once per day command to boost, plus right? 10 movement speed. So you'll have that for next round, but it takes you to activate the magic using the command is that last action. Sadly, yes. Resume before we begin. Ghost of Azan, for your clever escape, oh. would like to give you one hero point. That was actually pretty smart. Yeah. Hey. Thank you. Point on a treasure chest there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my ghost. I'm my fingers in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bringing you up to two. I'm actually at three. Right. Okay. Um, Resme um, will shoot up back into her human form again, and she'll reappear um, somewhat uh, behind Rur, and then she'll bead her eyes up at the bird and go, we've had enough of this, and uh, drop a magic missile on it. Uh, magic missile got 60 foot range, right? No, it's 120, oh, it's plus I have range. extend Oh, so you spell. got yeah. three missiles are going to fly out from Resume and absolutely crash into this giant angry bird here. Uh, six missiles. Oh, level Second three? Level. Yeah. Third level magic missile? Uh, yeah. I want this thing to go down. All ones. Hey. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me. Why you, why you do this? Why you do this? <laughs> I blessed the 19s. Ha! It's it's not really all ones. Good. Actually, perfectly average. Uh, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. 106 on this creature as a salvo of missiles slams into it. It pulls its beak up out of the swamp and uh, almost staggers backwards a little bit, putting its head up just like it had at the beginning. Uh, well, it seems to be turning away from the party. Rear. Turning away as in... Back towards the southeast, like towards the camp on the other side of the island of the bog. It seems like it's shifting it entirely away from you, like almost turning, it's turning its back to you. I'm gonna hold, and I'm gonna say, these are pretty rare creatures, please don't kill this one. If it's running, let it run. 
and running it absolutely is. The thing is hungry, but it is not suicidal. starving, nor is it suicidal. And uh, with all those last few hits from that spell and everything that's been landed on it before, it is just going to take off the mighty flap of its wings, soaring up, tilting through the trees. And for how large it is, it's almost strange how quickly it manages to fly completely out of sight. Hmm. The thing, at last uh, glance, was certainly headed just up and away to elsewhere. No easy meal to be found for it here today, unfortunately. Close, but the thing it chose can turn into a ladybug, so... (laughs) (laughs) Its talons are certainly far too big to hold on to a tiny insect. No way it's going to keep that clean. With one of these enormous creatures dead here amongst the bogs and a second gun, sounds of battle falling quieter, just returning to the normal drone unending sounds of the insects and the jungle around you, the rainforest in every direction. Thank you, gentlemen. That was very gallant of you. Oh, thinking nothing of it. uh, Slosh, 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 slosh. Uh, Out of that. How's look over there? I don't want to get my armor wet. I wouldn't wouldn't think you would. (laughs) Goodness gracious, if I was wearing my heavier stuff, never get the smell out. So as you wade through the muck here towards the island in the, the center of the bog here is what you're going for? Yes, that's uh, closer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a closer short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the kind of equidist that you're sort of in the middle at this point. You've made a pretty good way into it. You'd have to pirouette in the bog to go back <laughs> the other way. I'd have to leave my boot behind to do that. You can see that this campsite, well, looks like it once pretty clearly had three different tents set up around a campfire, but at this point the Quetzalcoatlus mm. have ripped this to shreds. Uh, the tents have been knocked down, uh, strewn across the island, one halfway just slumped in the bog. Uh, even the ash and the logs from the fire and the stones circled around it to contain it have just been tossed in one direction by a massive swing of one part or another of the giant monsters. Mm. It's been ripped and torn asunder, but it's surprisingly undamaged. Most of it looks like it could be recovered fairly well. They didn't take the time. They weren't here to shred the tent tarps to pieces. They were here to poke through it and see what they could find. It doesn't look like it was much, really. Well, until you guys showed up, and then it was plenty. (laughs) Espus, you look very badly hurt. Perhaps you should sit down and let Ro tend to you. Do I really have to sit in this place? Yes. There's a perfectly good wet spot right over there. There's a perfectly good wet spot all here, too. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Just come over here and sit down. Nobody's going to make fun of you if your backside gets wet. I'm holding on to this with my belt. Could you please make sure it doesn't open again? Very much so. Thank you. So as this up on the island and the rest of you near this fallen cuts Cotalus, uh, as Ver sits Espus down to tend to him, how the rest of you Mm. Dara and Resme have taken some decent strikes. <laughs> I am untouched. I am untouched. You get it all? Never got me. He's kind of clumsy when he came around. Pretty much entirely Esfis just got yep. drilled here. And Resme got slapped once, actually very lightly. With Us frontliners are doing our job here. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and my fake hit points went away. Difficult but my to real front line an enormous flying creature. <laughs> I'm like, over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. Over here. They're like, nah, it's okay. So Don't feel like canned food today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. you settle down, jungle returning back to its quieter state and start tending to Esphus. Uh, after a minute or two, are you returning? Are you staying in the central island? Is it your home now, or are you coming back to the party? Well, I mean, I suppose I could come back, but uh, I don't want to waste the, the the trip all the way out here. Uh, I can poke through the camp and see if I can find any clues about to who 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 used it and what they had or what was here or anything interesting. Go ahead and make me a survival check. Survival? Oh, perception. If you're just looking for stuff. Like I appreciate that. You just want things. Okay. Uh, hey, there we go. It's 28. There's a fair bit of gear scattered throughout. Oh, uh, six. I'm sorry. 26. Still, still good. Okay. Fair bit of gear scattered throughout. Uh, it looks like there are some bows and uh, quivers of arrows that have been strewn around. Some of them still tucked fairly comfortably in where one of the tents that just looks like it had been flattened and real rolled back rather than thrown across the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears to be a hunting camp. There are some knives. There are some dry logs for firewood uh, wood wrapped up in a strange brownish thick tarp. Hmm. Uh, there are a few packs that look like they've been the focus of most of their attention with dried, uh, salted meats and jerkies as well as some other standard, uh, what word I'm thinking of? Trail rations? The thing that you do to fruit that makes it, I guess, dry. Dehydrate? There's a word for it. Desiccate? Dehydrated is what I'm looking for, maybe dehydrated fruits. A bunch of dried stuff that looks like it would last a significant amount of time on the trail, but not go bad, and they've brought a lot for a decent haul. Hmm. It looks like whoever this camp belonged to, they were planning on staying here for some time. It was not a quick in-and-out adventure by any stretch of the imagination. Hmm. But they left their weapons here, and they left their supplies. If they were going it looked out... like they left in an incredible hurry. Yeah. No, they, they, they absolutely just, just left. And if it was the... It was the dinosaurs that... They wouldn't be so hungry. Well, they would be so hungry, yes, and they probably wouldn't have gotten far. But uh, if it was... Maybe the Cinder Claws did this. Even with some fairly loaded packs of meats and rations, with how just enormous those things were, that's like a Skittle. Yeah. Like, if you just ate the entire backpack, it's like one Skittle. You're still hungry. <laughs> but it's just... The size comparison just isn't there. Okay. So as you're picking through this, and Rur starts to tend to Esphus, you hear a voice. Dalren, you'd be the closest to it from the other side of the bog with this island by some trees uh, calling out to you. Hell! And this would be in Mwangi. You don't speak Mwangi. I do not. You'd hear more Mwangi that you don't understand. Whereas you are far enough away that you can't really understand what's being said. Hmm. Unktai Isildo! Uh, does, that, does that sound like he's speaking Mwangi with an elven accent by chance? It does not, no. And as you turn to look, uh, you can actually see it appears to be a half-orc. Huh. Uh, possibly a three-quarters orc, even. <laughs> uh, with some fairly thick fangs jutting up over their lower lip as they speak. Short, cropped black hair, and uh, what appears to be the tattoo of a salamander up the side of their neck onto one cheek. Huh. Uh, they're dressed in fairly plain but very covering leathers that would protect them from this bog and the various dangers of the jungle. And they have both their hands raised here by the tree where they could easily dart to cover but no weapons visible save for a small knife on their belt. Do I see any sign that they might belong to the Cinderclaws? 
Uh, they don't icons pinned to badge. Their their clothing appears They're not boggarts. Yeah, their so clothing appears to be decently well made and in a more common style. Like this has been worked leather. This mm -hmm. isn't even like what the I have. This is something more almost more traditional. Huh. Uh, it doesn't look at all like the hodgepodge cobbled armor that the Cinder Claws wear, and you see no sign of any kind of a cult badge or anything on them. Okay. Oh, uh, excellent. Uh, I'll just smile broadly and kind of wave at them. Uh, and then I'll kind of beckon them over. Uh, uh, call back. Oh, uh, we have uh, some the locals. This might be the hunters that uh, left the camp. Uh, we'll need a she translator. Looks like towards the tree, as you're talking. Ruena, Uziza, Thina. Darwin, who are you talking to? I, I, I just said the the hunters who had this camp. It seems, uh, or at the very least, some sort Assuming of locals. To hear you, hearing you call back to a group as well. At this distance, really, this this bog here is like 60, 80 feet across. They yeah. probably can't easily see your friends. They can see the giant dead monstrosity, but probably not your team back there. <laughs> you really want me to walk through that muck? You could come along. Can't you walk on water? We walked up. Rur, could you help her walk on water so she doesn't get her shoes dirty? I'm busy bleeding, thanks. <laughs> a little preoccupied at the moment. Ugh, fine. You can turn you into can a shark. You can go around this. It's kind of almost uh, like a Yeah, of, I'm going to go around it. Can you talk while you're a shark? Just kind no. of hi. Hello, people. <laughs> no, not I'm not a talking. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna walk so around Rizmay it. Starts making her way around the bog. Uh, what are you? What are you two doing? Darren, show me. Well, I was here. seeing if I could cut up some of this meat, but um, I guess I guess I'm gonna follow Resmay. See if there's any fangs in the beak. There might be. You never know. <laughs> I don't know these. I don't know these type of creatures. But yeah, I'm just gonna follow Resmay. So as the two of you head over, uh, you're Resmay for now, saying okay. she's gonna speak monkey. So pretend to be Resmay. Okay. Um, so we'll assume she's translating and you can just talk to them. That'll right. work. Uh, uh, friend? Uh, yes. Yes, we're all here. Uh, resume we're resume things. She, she speaks Wongi. It <laughs> uh, becomes easier. You slew a beast of that size. How many hunters on your party. I think you probably count us. Uh, there are uh, five of us. There were two of them. You're... Uh, we have magic, she'll say in Mwangi. And we as you get around closer, you're still approaching here. Uh, you can see there are two more people behind the tree kind of waiting with this other half-orc. All three of them clearly half-orcs. One, a massive, hugely hulking brute who is enormous in every sense except for tall. Mm -hmm. He's only probably about five, six. But he makes up for it in just sheer bulk, standing behind the tree really eerily eyeing you guys. And another one that is a taller, a bit more slender uh, woman all three of them wearing similar gear. Only the one who stepped out to speak as a knife. The rest of them don't seem to have much of anything mm -hmm. with them. You hunt with magic. We hunt our enemies with magic. I and the Avocado looks to the pair of you that he was still on the island, the other sword and Buford. I imagine stand there, clearly waiting for translations. 
and points to himself. Jimmy. Easy name. Buddy. Also a pretty easy name. <laughs> doesn't appear to know a single word of Taldane, so this is all still yeah, going I'm translating. as she translates. That is an impressive hunt. They appeared at our camp. We ran. A wise we decision. We did not come to face death to wildlife. Why did you come? And uh, the half-orcs all just kind of look amongst themselves. We've our own reasons for our hunt. That's fair. And they slowly kind of lowers their hands a bit, becoming a little more comfortable as you don't appear to be imminently seeming to murder them. Um, I, I do see that there's a, a, a thinner area uh, to the uh, to the left there where there's a tree seemingly soaking up most of the bog. I'll try to cross there. you got to pick your way across the, yeah. the berm of the roots and circle around to the rest of the group. Uh, have you... Have you seen this... The cinder claws. She'll try to describe what she's looking for. We're hunting them. Shaking my head. We are not from this land. These are not our forests. Where are you from? East. And uh, the larger, shorter man in the back barks out. We are demon hunters. Are there demons around here? The need hunting? De- uh, describe what you mean by demon. And, uh, Jimmy reaches out and smacks the man. Their hunt is ours. Your hunt is yours. And looks at Dolren. You are a Kujai. Ah, no. It's a word that all of you understand. Yeah. Kujai. Oh, it doesn't change language barrier. Uh, no, um, but the Cinder Claws and them are in a war here. Uh, Cinder Claws are a cult. They're very violent, uh, have attacked many, uh, including uh, our home as well. Uh, we're here to take the fight back to them. You want to toss me a diplomacy check, Charisma? Sure. You want translating all of this anyway? You'd be the one that's actually saying these things. Um, that's gonna be my session reroll because apparently I can't roll higher than a five on a diplomacy check. Specifically, it's like it's like what I'm supposed to be good at. No, I'm threatening it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Gotta see the jail. See. Thank you. Um, it's gonna be a thirty-two. Uh, what thirty-two is a solid roll, and uh. As you kind of tell them the little tale here of what it is that you're after, why you're even here in the first place, uh, they, the three of them do appear to relax a good deal. Uh, as it becomes apparent that you are not enemies, nor are you Ekajai. And as you talk to them, you realize that they become more comfortable as they realize that you aren't Ekajai. <laughs> Man, those people don't make friends. <laughs> You've got Galanor as the first greeting party, no wonder. <laughs> um, and as you finish your uh, your explanation to Senator Cause and everything, Jimmy motions the other tor- two works uh, towards the island. 
They're no threat to us. This isn't the Nekajite patrol. Did you get the camp prepared before nightfall? Uh, Speaking of which, you know, this, uh, this, uh, we could hold a real good barbecue with this, uh, meat over here. You know, I, I don't, I don't suppose it could be too much different than chicken. There's nothing wrong with sharing it, after all. It's too massive for I mean, us to be able to even carry away with us. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. And, uh, I'll attempt to translate, buddy. Not so much of a smile, but clearly <laughs> relaxing a bit. Jimmy's shoulders, uh, going a little looser as they move to sort of pair over towards their camp. I don't know anything of the problems that plague these forests, but as we'd come this deep into Ekajai lands without being accosted by one of their patrols, we'd assume something was wrong. Indeed, they're uh, involved in a desperate struggle with this uh, Cinderclaw cult. Uh, as I've said, they've caused a great deal of trouble. They've uh, driven away the uh, Elephant tribe uh, to the west of here uh, and caused a great deal of havoc. Well, the worries of their lands are theirs to handle. And if there's one thing we know of the Akujai, not only would they not accept help, they're certain not to seek it, unless they were truly desperate. Oh, they must they be quite desperate seem, yeah, then. Yeah, they seem rather desperate. Uh, they have, uh, they, they seem to have uh, put aside their traditional enmity and have, uh, uh, well, tried to make, this wouldn't go so far as to say friends, but at the very least allies of our group. You have gear to rest the night. You've been traveling. Come, camp with us. This island is protected by the bogs from threats that don't possess wings, at the very least. Of course. Fairly um, large threats, though, unfortunately. Well, we'll handle them if they show back up. Yes, um, we have some magic that will alert us if things get close. So as you follow Jimmy, who'd pick his way across the, the berms here, it's back doing the opposite of what Dalrena did back towards the island. Uh, to pick through what's left, you get some amount of their tale, what they're here for and what's happened. As you tell a little more of the Cinderclaw, they tell you about where they've come from. And uh, you finish up treating Esphus so they can join as well. You want to roll me your medicine check here? Expert. Okay, well, that's a natural one, so... <laughs> he breaks Esphus' nose. Takes a rock. Wow. <laughs> I said it before I saw him. <laughs> yeah, but this is going to be an expert. And that was from uh, Turnip? What's that for you now, too? One? Into a natural 20. Uh, yeah, I have one. Okay. So. Every time I look over to you spend one, the name overlay is up, but I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nat 20. Nat yeah, 20 yeah. will obviously critically succeed, healing him for 4d8 plus 10. D10s. 4d10 plus 10. Wow. Fancy healer. Because fancy healing powers. I need a d10. We're rapidly These are approaching. Only huge bases. That I have Give way too much healing. Do you, you, you still need huge bases, do you? Them, huh? Wow. No. <laughs> okay. I I would assume you're at full health now. Yeah, that's that... that's 42. Wow, okay. We're <laughs> yeah, doing pretty good at this, actually. He is uh, a modern miracle. Even his mundane healing, augmented by some amount of his divine magic. No, it's more than that. Close. No, you did 32 on him. It's a crit. The crit's plus 10. Right, I added the plus 10. Oh, crit's actually plus 2d8. It's plus 10 because it's expert. Oh, I thought it was the 48 and then the plus 10 no, was the 48 crit. 48 is the yeah. crit. Okay. So you're at full health. I'm definitely yes. full. Yeah. So as you all gather around here, 
Thank you, friend. The camp slowly being rebuilt of the three orcs. The other two kind of joking amongst themselves as Jimmy occasionally gives them command and tries to keep them somewhat on task here. The rest of you uh, setting up your things here as well. Renali assuming they will find her way to you sometime before nightfall, hopefully. Do the general heading that you were following. We are Rankin. <laughs> oh gosh, speaks bluntly, but true. Demon hunters. We've come to these lands tracking a demon that's wronged us. Imagine that's what demons do. What kind of demon? A subtle one. Works their evils, their magics. There are guys, human guys, looking to be one of the native Mongi peoples. So a, a god possessed someone? God, they may believe themselves, but this creature we track, Kishi. Blood is drawn from it as any other. Um, what, what, what does its natural form look like? A beast of two maws. Its true face hidden behind its head. A friendly one put forward. Uh, how, if it looks like a human normally, does it just one human or can it shape shift? Because if we knew what it looked like, we could be on the lookout. The thing can take whatever guise it pleases. Oh. Whatever subterfuge it can enact to work its way close to its prey. Would that be uh, like a knowledge? I don't. It'll probably be really difficult. Knowledge I think religion. Definitely is like not really. Yeah, this half orc's not giving me a ton to go on here. Jimmy doesn't have a. So how will you recognize it if you find it? After all, mm. if it looks like any other native. It leaves signs, like any other quarry. We're raised as demon hunters. Amongst our people. The rain can are quite good at it. Interesting. So, just because of the, the weirdness of this situation, I'm, I'm going to be a little skeptical. Um, does he seem like he's lying about any of this? Uh, go ahead and do a perception check. It's just like, that's a really weird way of saying, this could be anyone. We might have to kill random people. Um, 31. At 31, uh, Jimmy seems like he's reasonable lighting at this point. He seems to have assumed that, or she seems to have assumed that you were forward with her, and she's being relatively forward with you. But she's still kind of cagey about the details of her mission and just giving you the basics. It doesn't seem like a working around time. I'm going to start murdering you at random in case you are a Kishi. I'm kind of worried about our um, companion who's going to show up sometime before nightfall to tell us about that other hex she went and explored who uses illusion to hide her true form. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They've stalked this demon through the trees for some time. Two weeks now. They're near. I believe not far across the river. Hmm. Hmm. The demon has its own hunt. Easier to follow the signs of its prey. What is it hunting? Demon hates that which it cannot be. Forces of good, purity. It stalks an angel through the trees. An angel? Now what? Now what did we stumble upon here? What is going on in this forest? <laughs> uh. No. What you... kind of angel? 
It doesn't matter. It's set upon by the Kishi. It will be meat, just as this beast you have slain today. Were you literal when you said that it has two faces? It does. It bears one on the fronts to speak, to deceive. Hides one amongst its hair, the back of its head. Hmm. Sounds a lot like my mother. A face must much more bestial with ripping jaws. It brings to bear, but it brings to kill on that it's tracking. Okay, so I, I hope, Dalran, you're keeping a list of things that we should be looking out for in this forest, because it's getting real long. Right now, it's just about everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so you've met with the Ekujai, then? We have. If you work with them, know that we mean no trespass. But we had hoped that they would see the justice, the worthiness in our quest. And if not aiding us, would at least abide our presence in their territory. Well, uh, it's uh, certainly we have no, we have no, we're not here to be border guards for the Ekujai, so please put yourself at ease as far as that's concerned. Um, you, as I said, the Cinderclaw camp uh, may be nearby here. Uh, we've been tracking a, a raiding party of theirs, uh, so do be careful of them. Uh, there are other dangerous factions here now, aside from the Ekujai. Um, the, in fact, they've pushed the Ekujai back quite a ways uh, towards their hometown. With a dismissive uh, hand gesture, the jungles are never safe. We know the risks we take. Mm, very good, then. And so she's kind of helping around with the rest of the half-orcs to kind of repair their camp as they can. As they can. She's rooting around in what appears to have been her tent. And she pulls out a spear, a wooden spiraled haft, extending for five feet to almost a harpoon's tip. Mm. The fangs at the bottom of it jutting down even a few inches beyond the half of the top of the half of the spear itself. And she pulls this out holding it like a treasure more than a weapon. And she kneels down facing away from you towards your tent and bows her head over it for a moment. Just cutting off the conversation silently. Uh... Can I get an identify item on that? Does it have any... How about having it, really? Oh, okay. It does appear to quite clearly, given its fully intact state, doesn't even seem to be dirty. Very obviously magical. But as to what, unclear. Um, Perhaps this is some sort of religious or spiritual ceremony that they have to do at a specific time of day. She's been very nice so far, so I don't think she's intentionally trying to be rude. And she uh, places the spear back down at the bottom of the tarp inside of her tent. Stands back up and hands back to the party. That spear belongs to my nephew. And thanks to this Kishi, I'll never see fit to wield it again. Hmm. Won't return home until the demon's heart's been pierced by its blade. He has tasted vengeance. Oh, good luck with your vendetta. Good luck, yeah. I mean, I really hope that goes well for you, man. Um, although, if we come across this beast, uh, we'll, of course, uh, deal with it. You're clearly valorant hunters, skilled and powerful. We can track this creature, but this demon is strong. If you would aid us, you would have our gratitude. The hunt will be some days from now. Well, this track's fresh. But not within a sun or two. Pass through this area within the week. 
Well, that was certain. Hmm. I mean, we are technically exploring this jungle anyway, so I mean, if it's exploring and we just happen to fall on something else, I don't see any problem with it. I mean, it's fair it, enough, but I, I, we, we should probably do, not forget our primary purpose here. Um, we should at least follow this, uh, these Cinderclaw tracks to the end if for no other reason than to find their home base. Uh, but uh, I see no reason why we couldn't. It sounds like a worthy mission. At and the Jimmy gestures out to uh, vaguely the northwest. Back largely towards Ockerville. We'd worried. Trespassing so far in Echo Giant lands, the demon's tracks seemed to head straight towards the Leopard Clan's village. We believe this Gigi is not far beyond the river. Hmm. Well, for no other reason than... I mean, one of the reasons we're doing this is to help protect the Ekujai, but I don't feel particularly comfortable with this type of threat wandering around the jungle and us not knowing where it is or what it is or what it can do. I don't like having an enemy, an unfamiliar enemy, at my back while I'm going about my business. Well, as they, as Jimmy said, this is the jungle. There, we have unfit, we have unfriendly enemies at our backs everywhere. But those are animals. They will defend themselves, but they're not specifically intentionally looking to be evil. They're just instinctually doing what they do. Either way, they eat us. They eat us. Um, but uh, I see your point. So that you're, you aren't uh, planning on heading out for a couple more days then? We leave on the morrow. We must pursue this demon lest he elude us. Though, we were clearly powerful hunters. I swallow my pride for the purpose of succeeding in this hunt, asking for aid in such a sacred task. This beast, and uh, she motions ahead over towards Esphus, wherever he is, will find difficulty bringing down as easily as even something this massive. And pulls out her the dagger on her hip just a bit to show a bit of the blade. You can see the the blade is not standard steel. Hmm. It's almost a light sky blue metal that it's made of. Demon's form looks human. The conventional weapons, bows and arrows, have no effect upon his height. Demon Bane needed him. Slides the knife back into its hilt. Well, then I don't actually see what use we're going to be doing unless... Well, I guess, does magic work? No, you have the the fiend, the, the silver hammer. Oh, but that's it's, not a fiend blade, is it? Well, it's the the Hell Knight certainly seemed to think it was sufficient. Oh, okay. Well, then I I mean I do have that's that one. Technically devils, but uh, go ahead and give me a religion check. Uh, whoever really. Twenty-eight. The twenty-eight. You would know that a, a silver weapon like that that the Hell Knights had for explicitly the purpose of killing devils. Oh. Uh, because it's not just normal metal silver. I mean, it's not something that Buford would know. This is something that Burr and Resnay would be able to tell you. Uh, that is absolutely a weapon for explicitly killing devils and outsiders. That's what that material is, is made for. Uh, whereas those creatures, it's a whole spectrum, really. Some are very natively resistant to traditional steel weapons. Some are simply exceptionally weak to things like that. Hmm. Rur. Yes? If we were to change the object of your spell, perhaps we could find them faster. Uh, well, and as you, I do need a target. As you explained we to have the name. Buford that he has the, uh, the silver hammer there that will work, Jimmy shakes her head. Not silver. We're not hunting beasts. 
Cold iron. Cold iron. Hmm. Cold iron. Well, it's... It's a forging technique. Uh, it's actually... Cold iron is a different metal. Yeah. Oh, it is in this in Pathfinder? Cold iron is a different material. Oh, yeah. okay, never mind. Like alchemical silver, uh, cold iron is something that we've made, a weapon we made from, that would give it potent properties. And with that same religion check, uh, you would actually know, Resume probably just without even a roll, really, with your druidic background, that cold iron isn't so much for devils as it is. I mean, it's some, it has some effect. Yeah, that's that's Feybane. Hmm. That's for killing fairies and Feyfall. Huh. I'll, I won't say this in Mwangi. I'll say it to you guys in Taldane. Um, so I'm thinking to them, they call them demons because that's how they know them. But I'm thinking they're hunting fae. Hmm. Cold, you would, yeah, you would use that to hunt the feyan, not demons. The druids use it for that purpose. I've held many a weapon. There's a brief bit of a world-building pathfindery for those that might not be aware. This is something all of your characters would just know from living here. Pathfinder fairies are not like you're happy, catch them in a bottle and they revive you when you die out of no. the goodness of their heart. Or eight of them, I think, is how many they give you. They're like they're, Irish folklore fairies. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're going, this is Irish folklore fairies. Do not mess with these. They, yeah. they are Irish or like witcher fairies. Yeah. Like, they are not friendly. Uh, they can be. Uh, the the fae are a huge spectrum of creatures that exist, almost much like outsiders. It's a massive banner. But they are not known <laughs> for being helpful or friendly. Uh, fae and Pathfinder are things like will-o'-wisps that lure people out into the swamps and literally suck out their life force and kill them. Like They are a huge problem because they are both so powerful and so alien. They're not even of this world. They are, by definition, a type of outsider. But technically, so are gnomes. So we're not going to go that route. <laughs> they are also actively trying to take over the entirety of Taldor and suck it back into their... The general... The, the one nation of Fey, yes, is attempting to use the Virgin Forest to eat half of the inner sea region. But that's... That's there's a that's like there's a whole spectrum that's of That's somebody but else's they're, problem. They're generally that's generally not is. friendly creatures. <laughs> So them being known as demons by these Durainkin is no stretch whatsoever. Yeah. Do they have extra arrows of this type? They might. Um, do you have any other cold steel weapons so that we might assist you if we're not using magic? We bore only our own blades. We hadn't expected finding fast friends in the Ekajai territories. That's mm. fair enough. Um... These creatures, they are an enemy of my people as well. I would feel very uncomfortable leaving, leaving one out here to attend to its own ends. Well, it certainly wouldn't do to have it. Hmm. If, if it's something that we could certainly run into ourselves, it would probably be wise to make sure we fight it and face it on our terms, especially if it's something that resists most of the weapons that we have. Um, would I know if, um, mag would magic have the same effect on these creatures as... Could 
just bits all over the place. It's all over like the place. A, it does. It just depends on what kind of Fey. Yeah, the only consistent weakness Fey have are cold iron weapons. Cold iron weapons. Yeah. Uh, some, and dying. Yeah. Some are just phenomenally resilient to magic as well. Some like uh, dryads are as weak to fire as your average shrubbery. So it's the entire <laughs> spectrum, really. It could be anything. Without knowing more about the Fey you're tracking, no way to know. I think we're on the right path as far as finding the Cinder Claws. So, if it's only a day or two diversion... I mean, they're still going to be here. Then let the Ekujai be blind for a day or two more. I say we help them. I agree. I could very easy, easily lead us back to this particular island. Oh, fair enough. I, I don't feel right about leaving these tracks that we've been following and certainly leaving the Cinder Claws to cause yet more mischief, but the tracks won't be able to go anywhere. They can't cover that up. Well, and, they can as you are away, following but... them, you, you've been tracking them along through the swamp, and uh, they are, at this point, fairly fresh, also within the last few days. But you're not far from where the Ascender Claw tracks lead. Fair enough, then. Uh, however you like. We're in agreement, then. We'll help. We'll help you. Jimmy nods. Tonight... We'll feast on this meat. Too large to bear with us. Yeah, I got some real good sauce. Now, I've been packing this sauce for for around for exactly this moment now. You know, this is good for chicken, but I think Jimmy this is about the same thing. Resume is trying to, again, trying to figure out how to translate buddy. <laughs> there's Taldane, and then there's Buddy Taldane. So a little Speak later... English and bad English. A little later in the evening here. Uh, Renali and Valia would turn back up, coming much the same direction as you lot had into this area originally. Resume very possibly just find, having found your tracks at some point and following you here. You are a fairly distinctive group. Small hairy toe prints, three regular boot prints, massive four-inch deep metal boots. Very <laughs> <laughs> distinctive. Uh, but as, uh, as they show back up, Renali waving and you introducing her to your new half-elven friends here. Half-orc. Uh, Half-orc and friends, sorry. Half-orcish friends here. Interesting uh, elves. Valia picking her way across the, I believe in Pathfinder, it's technically the same strain, similar a la Tolkien, but I'm not positive. Don't quote me on that. Uh, Valia picking way across the berm of the roots, much like Dalren had to reach the island. You've certainly found yourself an interesting place to rest for the evening. I can't imagine a more unpleasant one. Why this island? Well, it's a nostalgia thing. Well, also, uh, land, uh, a large land beast will have to cross the bog before they get here. Uh, and uh, also, our new acquaintances were already set up here. Oh, interesting. Well, and uh, she turns to whoever the nearest half-orc is at the time and nods, oh, Lady no. Valia Argens Asimov, let's make your acquaintance. And um, brutish half-orc kind of looks at her. I should probably translate. Uh, they don't speak Taldane. And, uh... Yeah, it turns and just kind of grabs the resume's sleeve. Uh, I'll translate. Oh, this is going to be awkward. Um, spent some time <laughs> attempting to introduce Valia to the half-orcs here with some limited success and a, a very quick falling back to her etiquette guide that she keeps on her belt. No real idea of how to interact with, well... Anyone. The people who she shares no well there, but the people with whom she shows shares no language and functionally no culture whatsoever. The camp here 
with the assistance of the half-orcs who've been camping through the jungle and Renali for some time, is going to require no check, as they already had this pretty established on the island. With the addition of your mosquito netting that you've gotten from the Echo Giant, it's only going to get better. You rest here for the evening. Uh, Renali, having plenty of time to tell you that she found, well, not really much of anything in the day's journeys. Having scouted out this hex here, you determined there's really nothing of value. It seems to be as barren as most of those you've trekked through so far. Uh, that said, for the purposes of simplicity, because I'm sure your characters will all be kind of keeping their own maps here, we'll just unhide this four. That's the elephant people's camp. Oh, okay. <laughs> so because you would you would have that noted well where that was, and it doesn't look any visually different on the map than anything else, so I'm going to give you a four Woo! that you got there. Oh, the four appeared. Enjoy your giant four. Um, sorry to... Do Fae count as extra planar? I don't believe so, no. Extra planar is a trait, generally. That's outsiders. Well, you had said they well, were they a type are, of outsider. They technically are, but... They might not have that trait. The it's, first it's a world, really weird... Yeah, the first world versus the material plane is a strange distinction. They're... They're both technically out extra planar, but the first world is also technically the same plane as the material plane. It's a really uh, interesting yeah, lore I'm, intersection. I'm yeah. trying to figure out whether or not my shillelagh does more damage against them. It would not have extra planar shillelagh damage. No. Okay, cool. That's what In I was... In fact, the most primal spells would probably draw upon magic from the first world to be cast in the first place. That is the primary font of primal magic. Mm. Thanks. I just, I wanted to see what tag it had to see whether or not that was a thing. I cast Pardon bonk. Me. Pardon my interruption. So you rest here for the evening with Jimmy and some new half-word friends. And as you awaken the following morning, safe, protected by the moat and the island you have here, Jimmy and the Rankin Demon Hunters, very ready to begin their journey. They want to proceed off into the hex that you've just had Renelli scout. They, their track leads that way. And uh, with them, that's where your day's journey will take you. That's fine. I suppose show us the way. What do you want Renali to do? Head forward and pre-make camp, explore. It would be great if she could uh, continue exploring to the east. Maybe she could find the Cinderclaws location and let us know. It seems like it's a relatively good idea. So as the pair of you, we're just going to head forward back here. You want Renali to... Uh, where? Uh, which way did the tracks go? Would it tracks be... looks like they would have gone uh, probably northeast. Yeah, uh, so northeast. that way, just following yeah, the fine. tracks. Yeah. Okay. So throughout the day, as you begin to travel, retreading back through the bog here, somewhat in the direction from whence you've came, uh, the morning is particularly windy, and as you get closer to the river and the tree line starts to spread a bit, a bit more, there's pretty heavy winds pulling through the rainforest with the occasional faint slight bit of drizzle but fortunately mostly a dry wind uh, not so much it's diff like it's unpleasant difficult to walk through but enough it would be difficult to like shoot a bow at a decent range as you travel jimmy and his allies very much focusing on their tracks the rest of you are free largely to just much as you normally have. Even easier, as a matter of fact, because you don't really have to do anything other than just kind of follow Jimmy's lead. Mm. 
and would show the way assist them in following these tracks. If you want to cast uh, as their your allies and you want to help them, then yeah. yeah, you absolutely would. I just wanted to make sure for the purposes yeah. of it's, the... It affects your allies, so it's whoever you really want to benefit from. It's divine magic. It goes where you tell it to go. You have a question. Uh, javelins, do they break as like ammunition? No, thrown weapons you get back. Okay. So you can retrieve your javelin. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine thrown hammer just shatters? Silver fragments everywhere. Definitely a low quality silver hammer. Mm-hmm. And you travel throughout the day with a little bit less uh, of even the standard jungle sounds. As you get closer to evening, the drizzle starts to become a little more constant. Uh, the bit of rain bringing out some of the jungle wildlife, but driving most of it back into shelters. At the very least, quelling a lot of the insects that you constantly have to deal with. And by the time you've reached up here and are prepared to settle down for the evening, this gentle rain is starting to become a pretty heavy downfall. Mm. So this was the day where Show the Way would cover two hexes. However, with the wind and the growing heavy rain... I was just making sure. Travel is actually going to be even slower than normal, and were it not for your magic, it may have been difficult to even make it out to the river, given this afternoon. But, with their... As a Jimmy and the Rainkin Hunters pull out their tents and their bedrolls and everything, uh, preparing to set up, it only seems like there's really so much you can do against the steadily increasing downpour. Hmm. Probably steer clear of the river. That's um, true. Is this a floodplain? Uh, jungle lore, if it matters? Uh, sure, go ahead and roll that. 12 plus 11. 23. The 23, uh, it's hard to tell. It's a, it's a marshy bog, so it seems likely that were the uh, tributary here to flood up, it could engulf a decent amount of this area. But it's not much higher than the surface of the river itself. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we may want to seek some higher ground, uh, even if we do get wet in the rain. Uh, the trees? Any? Here on the riverbank, the trees are thick enough that it would be possible, with Rinaldi's help, to have one of her general silk tarps. Uh, but it would be somewhat difficult to set up in them effectively, certainly at least comfortably. Mm. Oh, you don't need to be comfortable. I don't want my armor washing away. Uh, comfortable and safe versus, or comfortable and not safe versus uncomfortable and not drowning. I could pull out the wagon. Valia well, we having traveled, Akerville, didn't we? Nope. You I shrunk, shrunk it, it down. You shrunk it Valia down. Valia having traveled with you today is really going the other direction. Is going to have to make quite huge travel to keep up with the rest of you. Uh, certainly somewhat concerning, I believe, but it looks to me like this river is large enough that some amount of rainfall, even a few days worth, wouldn't do much to raise its shores more than a few inches. I'd measure. No, mm-hmm. this is far from my area of expertise, so I defer to you, Master Dolan. Well, at the very least, um, we should probably get our supplies off the ground. Um, and uh, Jimmy, at that point, would pull out of his bag uh, a much larger... It seems like a netting, like a fairly fine netting, mm-hmm. like, a, like a thick fishing net, almost. And uh, I turn to Resume, I bring these... When you here helping the Ekajai, did they not give you preparations? Hanging bags to store your goods amongst the branches. I, we could do that, or we could put them in the wagon. You have no wagon. We could have a wagon. 
be near impossible to draw through the woods. Oh, impossible is such a silly word. She she bends the possibility uh, on a daily basis. Um, but uh, no, the uh, I think hanging our hanging our packs and our bags uh, high up off the ground uh, would at least ensure that they don't wash away should the river overflow its banks. We'll need some time in the morning to prepare and find the track on the other side of this river bank here. Wrecking a demon across the water is difficult. Hmm. I imagine the demon crosses the river much like anyone else. Leaves no track, much like anyone else. Hmm. Have you decided whether or not you want to sleep in the rain? I thought we were hanging up packs in the in the branches and then just settling down. I thought that was settled. You have five of you, Valia, Renali, and three... Oh no, not all of us. I was just saying that if a couple of people wanted to sleep in the wagon... You could heap a couple of people like the rat hammock, like up to maybe two or three of you in the wagon, but having more than one person sleeping in the wagon would be difficult to do comfortably. Because it's not not designed for your wagon, it's a personal wagon. It's a personal wagon. Maybe a two-personal wagon. Not a ten-personal wagon, by any stretch of the imagination. Could be fun. But are you popping out the wagon? Um, not if we're just going to hang everything up. There's no point. Right. Um, so as Rinaldi returns, who wants to make the survival check here? Now, with Jimmy's assistance, you are going to get a plus two. Uh, because she is very... Well, she lives in the jungle, and she's very well-traveled, and specifically in this. So uh, she'll aid you. So getting a plus two to this. Number five. Told you. Five nineteens in a row. The yeah, on the, on the Why yellow. Why do you roll other d twenties? Just roll, just roll that one. Weighted one. It'll just it'll <laughs> <laughs> see. This will only be for today. Because I said the nineteen was gonna or the yellow was gonna carry him for the day. It's it's choosing to heed my so words. So what's that give you? That's a thirty-two survival. Uh, with the thirty-two, here amongst the rainfall on the ground, of the riverbanks with the thick trees and foliage, you're fairly confident that even with minor efforts to camouflage your camp, it's virtually impossible that anything's really going to set upon you overnight. Renali returns with some interesting news. I, I followed the trails you sent me up into uh, along the east, following the riverbanks. It gets deeper. The bog becomes thick, difficult to travel. I had to use the trees. There is precious little ground even to stand upon. But... I I am certain I found the source of the tracks. Ooh. What must be the base of the Cinder Claws, their home. But it is protected. It has shell, is word? Shell. Like a turtle, but magic. Oh, huh. uh, it has a, a ward. Or a shield of some sort. I bet that's the blinding barrier. Huh. It has a shell cast up from the swamp waters around it. Uh, it has every color of the rainbow flowing through it. Almost like bubble. Huh. But much larger. That must require a great deal of power to pull such a thing off. Huh. Well, I saw looking around its base it I could not get very close, not safely mm. it is more like your homes like Citadel 
on the hill than a village. They used... They... They built something more permanent. Fortress. Something defensible. Yeah. It is like the castle back from your homeland, but of wood rather than stone. Makes sense. Have a lot of it. The um, towers, walls, guards. I could see their fires, but all kept within this bubble. I saw near as close as I could get in the swamp waters at the base of this bubble, this shell, what seemed bigger but same as the totem from the portal. Mm. Didn't, uh, Resume, didn't you say that uh, that totem that they were trying to build uh, back at the temple um, was some sort of conduit? Yes. Hmm. If they have more of these, perhaps that's how they're drawing this power to create the to, to, to be able to generate the shield. It's possible that this is either a, the source of the conduits, or it could even be a conduit itself. I'd have to look at it to know more. Well, we won't be able to look at it because it's behind the shield, but perhaps if we scour the jungle, we may find more of these that are where they're pulling their power from. You I said could. it was made of wood, right? The fortress itself but it is in swamp. The wood certainly will not burn easy. Not easily, but that might be a course of action we could take to at least stir the ant nest, so well, to speak. It would certainly get their attention, but uh, a but If you wish to provoke them, even from my distance, I did not get much, much closer than maybe quarter mile mm. to this castle of theirs. Dozens of cinder claws within. Hundreds, maybe. Good thing I brought a bigger sack. Hmm. Well, then, uh, well uh, that's good information. It'll prepare us for what we need to do when we finally get to them. It, it sounds like it would be rather unproductive to assault the fortress right now. We should go and try to find uh, more information about the source of this power that they have protecting the place and perhaps disrupt it. Um, so for the day, I'm switching up my primal spells okay. that I prepare. Um, I'm going to prepare a Negate Aroma and Summon Fae. Summon Fae. I know what you are. I'm going to summon one of you. We're going to bring a Fae to fight a Fae. I don't know anything about them, so I figured that's as good a thing as anything. And if Esphus oh, you is just use it as phone a friend. Yeah, exactly. And if Esphus wants to sneak up on them, I think it's better that he doesn't have an aroma when he does so. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Not the worst than trying to sneak up uh, the very sticky well, hunter. A, a lot of things have very have imprecise scent, so. A lot of things have imprecise scent. Very, very common ability <laughs> to be sure. So, still though, none of this really changes what's going to be happening today. The, as the for now, you are simply camping, resting for the evening, and preparing yourselves to continue on the morrow following along with Jimmy the and his hunt. Jimmy the Nose. This is certainly I'm a reference sorry. to something I don't know. It's like a mobster. I'm sorry, nickname. whenever no, you just, say is Jimmy... Is just a generic mobster name? It's a very generic mobster Because it did sound like a generic mobster name. I just didn't really know anything beyond, uh, beyond that. He could also be Jimmy the Shoeshine Orc. <laughs> that is, is a reference to Police Squad, which is a fantastic TV show. You rest for the evening, 
in a well-camouflaged and comfortable enough camp. And uh, you awaken the next morning. I have such a hard time with this. The one thing I can remember in Arkin Forge is that it is not roll 20, and that every time I leave a map, <laughs> I have to save it. It doesn't happen automatically. It's gotten me about 50 times now, and I just don't <laughs> learn from experience clearly because I keep making the same mistakes. The following morning, the heavy rain fortunately petering off sometime in the night. So rather than waking up completely and thoroughly soaked, you just wake up moderately damp. What was the plan? Keep following along with Jimmy? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So her plan is going to be relatively simple. Cross the river due north the straightest way that you can, and then proceed onward from there to, well... Kill the Batman. Whatever. We're going this way. Would it work for Nolly to check out over here? Um, Probably a good plan. Yep. That don't way we don't wind up back. with some holes. Yeah, yeah. We can certainly do that. So you and Jimmy will head north across the river, and Renali will take Valia and head vaguely off that way. Sounds about right? Yeah. <laughs> Just puts Valia in a wet papoose. So, sky is somewhat overcast. Some of the yesterday's, uh, last evening's storms, rather, less light than usual. The group of you strike out north across the river very loosely heading back from whence you came to some extent. Crossing the river really is no particular difficulty. It's not astronomically challenging to do. It does take some out of the time out of the day, but it's only so difficult. Mm. The other side, you continue much as you always have, having left the bogs and thankfully, I'm sure, to everyone returned to the drier grounds that rise up a bit higher from the river. Uh, the more traditional jungles, the rainforest around Acrevel, where you can walk on <laughs> dirt that maybe crunches instead of just sticks and suctions your boots. <laughs> Nothing of real interest happens throughout the day. And with a few hours left in your journey for this afternoon, Jimmy telling you the tracks are becoming very fresh and he expects, hopefully, to go upon this Kishi within a day or two. The trees break a little way into somewhat of a clearing. It's certainly not an open clearing. It's a slightly less dense section of the forest, which is a very different thing than an open clearing. The group of you... Come around a corner. Come around a corner of a tree, rather. Come around a, a massive trunk. Picking through some undergrowth here. Darker sections of the map being difficult terrain. Mm -hmm. And as the group of you wheels around, you see what appears to be a very similar totem ah. to what you had found back at the portal. But this one, nearly lime green. The skull sitting atop the ten-foot wooden post, surrounded with small spikes and fetishes about its base, emanating a faint light, a visible bright green glow in the eyes with tendrils of smoke trailing out of them. And as you come around the corner to this thing and you see it 
it sees you. It's not the direction that you're heading. It's kind of off to the side in the clearing. It's pretty large and difficult to miss, really. It doesn't turn. It makes no motion. It's neither alive nor sentient, clearly. It is a stick with a carved skull sitting on top of it. But it sees us. But it clearly sees you as with an audible blast, a green beam shoots out from the eyes directly toward whoever happens to be closest as you're walking by, which is Dalren. Okay. Ah! (laughs) Try to dodge it, I suppose. Get down, Mr. President. (laughs) This beam is going to strike you for a 39. Ouch. 39 to hit, dude. He crit you. 39 to hit. Oh, okay. Oh, it's an attack roll. Okay. That That is is a critical hit. Uh, I need you to make me a reflex save. You attempt to dodge somewhat out of the way of this blast. 27. A uh, 27 will succeed. So you'll take half. Yep, yep. And as this beam, this laser, grazes across Dalren, you see it rack him with pain as he is going to take uh, half is 14 poison damage Hmm. from a strange affliction that seems to burn through your very veins. Ah. Almost alerted by this sound, still in this very same second, you see a pair of dragons swoop down from the trees near the totem. Are you freaking kidding me? Rushing to its defense. Like well, actual defense. dragons? <laughs> Let's take our break. <laughs> Let's take our break real quick here. But, but I want to fight the dragons. We will fight the dragons. I want to shrink their post down and stomp on it. <laughs> shoot They're real dragons! Return. Yeah. They're actual dragons! We are going to deal with the Cinder Claw's far more powerful defenders. A pair of actual frickin' dragons swooping down out of the trees. <laughs> and Dalren's gonna make little girl noises. To defend this totem. Buddy's gonna make little girl noises. Well, Dalren's gonna make excited little girl noises. Yeah. Buddy's gonna, Buddy's oh. gonna make, oh, we're gonna die. I'm gonna be like, little girl noises. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best noise ever. In a couple of minutes, refill your drinks, stretch your legs. We return. Alrighty, welcome back, everybody. This is gonna go great. This is gonna go great. That's the worst that could possibly happen. Death. So, as we left off, a pair of green dragons, almost serpentile, clinging to the branches with clawed feet and a hands at the tips of their wings. Long, almost snake-like necks leading to a horned head. Green throughout, not quite as vibrant as the uh, totem itself, but oddly a matching team here. Swooping down from the trees, alerted by the blast of this eye laser that came out of the totem, rushing to its defense. You know I'm gonna need some initiative. You know what's gonna happen. Everybody go to plus one. Ooh. Hey. We'll do this uh, backwards style. We'll do dragon. One has a 30. 
You're gonna want to move that over. Dragon two has a not thirty. Dragon two has a twenty-one. Oh. And post has a twenty-nine. So, buddy. Thirty-five. Esvis. Twenty-five. Alright. 21. Bears been ties. Yay! 22. <laughs> Please let me go before the dragon eats me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I got plenty of space here. Uh, Rur. 31. Put this right in here. Look at that perfect, perfect fit. Look, it's Man. beautiful. I love these little hanger things that you've 3D printed for me. They're so good. Buddy. As you see this laser blast Esvis and see him wince in pain. Dalrin. Dalrin. <laughs> see him wince in pain. We elves all look alike. I know, right? <laughs> Freaking elves. Uh, I'm going to leap in front of uh, Dalrin. Or the group as a whole. We'll put a uh, and... square here, first of all. Probably makes it a little bit easier. Ding. There we go. Mm. Um, and when I say in front of him, I mean next to him so I can still be within uh, 15 feet of uh, Espes. Okay. Alongside him. Yeah. What? Um, am I within 15 feet of uh, Espes? No, he'd be 20 feet from Espes. No, so, so I'd leap next. Where there's... you were was 15 feet from Espes. Well, I want to be in front of everybody, but I want to be within 15. So where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> it's very confusing. The fight's okay. just starting. Where are you going? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go next to Dalren. I, I'm gonna go so that I am one point Okay. So you didn't move. All right. So you haven't used any actions. What are you doing, buddy? I thought I was further down. No. You started right there. Mm. He moved right. us into squares. Oh. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So then I am going to uh, try and intimidate. I wiggle worm up there now. Don't you come down here. You stay up there, I tell you. <laughs> a pretty good d d d intimidation, I tell you. Uh, that's a, um, uh, 23. Uh, 23. And yeah, does have a pretty intimidating presence. So, this drake, as it rouses, a little, little concerned about the giant metal man. Then I will raise my shield. Alrighty. Very exciting. One of these days, and I just want Buddy to be like, how big an old boy are you? <laughs> Rur, as you were recalling knowledge when this started, do you want your knowledge on the totem or the dragons? The dragons. Now, what is your arcana? I think it's two. Yeah, it's two. Sick. All right. I don't know a lot about dragons. Uh, that you do not. It is definitely a dragon. It's definitely green, and it looks real mad. That scales, too. I think. Does definitely have visible scales, yes. <laughs> Those might be scales. Nice. Alright, so we're gonna open this up with your good old standard fireball. I approve. Wasting absolutely no time and just throwing a fireball into the middle of everything to see how well it goes. Honestly, I mean, what's I the worst that happens, right? I didn't ask how wet the jungle yep. was. I said. Yeah, just right in the middle, centered on the totem. It's a, it's a 20 radius, right? Yes. Yeah, very, yeah, very clearly. 
turn 20 feet up in the trees right now, so I can you just can air throw it, it, yeah, like right above the totem, and it can still blast on everything fairly easily. Uh, the totem needs to make a reflex has a save. Reflex save. Wow. Uh, it's a 27, actually. <laughs> As the fireball blasts, you see a flash of magic that just kind of diverts most of it around. It, just, the just it doesn't hop? It doesn't hop? Wacky inflatable arm flailing totem man. <laughs> the, the totem's going to take 11. Um, the closest drake is going to get a 24. 11. And the further topmost Drake is also going to get a 24. 11, 11, everybody. Yep. 11's across the board. Then we're going to pop up a shield. Flame. Uh, the totem, as the fire washes over it, flashing around it, seems to be completely and utterly unaffected. It takes no damage. Hmm. Dragon's Hover will take 11. And then the nearest dragon... Snaking its uh, little neck around the top of the tree here. It's going to pull its head back and hawk what almost just looks like a wad of spit. A small green projectile that's maybe about eight inches across. It's going to shoot down towards Rur and then erupt in a blast of toxic green miasma across everybody. And I'm going to need everybody to make a reflex save. Very nice. He Take cast that. green fireball. <laughs> uh, 28. I also have 23. Okay, so because the 23 affects his DCs, actually, that's going to pass. Anybody get below a 23? Nobody? So it's a, it's a physical blast. It's definitely not a spell. And it's a fairly thick, almost mucus that's coming out of it that you're largely able to duck away from. And as it catches on your cloaks and your armors, it doesn't, it's not acidic, it doesn't seem to start burning or anything. It just looks like you shot a giant loogie at you. Uh, you protect yourselves well enough, it doesn't appear to have any effect whatsoever. We're grossed out, though. I blew half the blood. And then he is quickly going to, almost like a squirrel, just run down the trunk of the tree onto the ground in front of the totem, making a bit of a defensive posture here. The totem, which as its eyes flash, is going to loose another blast towards Dalren. This laser for a 38. Uh, that will hit and critical. And it's going to have a weird... It is not a creature. Oh, it's not a creature. Okay. It is an object with very really annoying eyeballs. trap. I'm going to yeah, spend yeah, my yeah. session reroll on that. That's probably a good plan. Probably a good plan. Surprised you still have it. Everybody else got their session rerolls out long ago. You know, you're making me feel real guilty, and uh, that's, that's not good either. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get uh, Kyrie JCB here to go ahead and help me out with a different D20. I'm thinking. Here's a hero point. Thank you, sir. Ah, much better. Yeah, much yeah, better. Yeah, that's yeah, a 30. Uh, so with a 30. Was that a nat 20? That was not a nat 20. It okay. shoots so accurately. Uh, that this blast still manages to catch you surprisingly well. It's just almost unerring. The totem's not moving. It's not trying to face you. It's just these lasers are shooting out near instantaneously directly towards you. It's, it seems harder to dodge than if you were trying to dodge light. And you are going to take... Twenty-seven poison damage. 
I feel like we should move. <laughs> Could we get to cover? Yeah, we, we, we should probably get moving. Espus. <sighs> Seeing all of this carnage going on, just try to focus on the thing that hasn't now, acted yet. Jimmy calls out from a nearby, drawing her bow uh, up from her back. The demon hunters, not dragons, will provide what support we can. So their uh, effect on the battle here, I'm not going to track them individually and add three more people to the initiative table. Functionally, their support is going to give you all plus two to your attack and damage rolls. Okay. Well, okay. So, uh... For efficiency reasons. Hunt prey on the farthest dragon. Okay, well, it's still up in the tree. Still up in the tree. Yep. And while it's in the tree, does it have concealment for me? No, no, probably okay. not. It's right. not like way up. It's it's not too far off the ground. It's not up in the canopy or anything. Okay. Um, so I will hunt prey and then hunted shot. Two shots going at this dragon. I'm going to spend deadly dolls hero point because these are dragons and I'm not messing around. Go ahead and keep that. Uh, because dragon hashtag Espis from deadly doll. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The sugar mama's here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? All right, you're going in the jail. You did all the 19s in the world, and you betrayed me. Oh, no. Just going to show that no matter how much ahead. success you have, as soon as you immediately, if you let him down, you did another hero point? Yeah, I'm still going to spend another hero point. So thank you, Deadly Plus Doll. One, that one's also from two. Deadly Doll. Okay. Let's try this again. Is that your last one? No, no I've still got I've got one left. Okay. Uh, that with the plus two will be a thirty-three armor class. See, thirty-three is this uh, dragon hasn't really reacted. It's actually going to critically hit. Always up in the tree. Just pin him to the branch. Actually, actually, yeah. Actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that arrow, ooh, will do. 20 points of piercing damage and just straight through the center of one of its feet just to pin it square Literally against the tree. Literally pin it to the tree. <laughs> critical specialization. Super cool. I and really second shot. That is very cocked. That was a 10 and a 12. Um, uh, that will be a 30 armor class. Is it is it flat-footed for... I think it's just immobilized. It's, it's just immobilized, right? I don't believe it. Uh, the the flat photo would not make it a crit regardless. Okay, so that's fine. Doesn't right. matter either way. I don't believe it's immobilized. Uh, flat I believe it just can't leave the square. Okay. I will look okay. He doesn't know when to crit. It doesn't know when to crit. Uh, a little less. Uh, so this one will go into uh, up higher into the leg for only eight points of damage. Oh no, uh, ten points of damage because plus two to damage too, right? From the our yep. assistance. Okay, so. damage from the. Uh, the rank in Demon Hunter is assisting him. Okay, so yeah, that'll be 10 points of damage. Okay. One excellent, right? Uh, yes, and now, uh, is the brush where I'm at? Like, it's it's thick brush. You are, the dark spots in the map here are difficult terrain because mm -hmm. of all the undergrowth, so you are in undergrowth difficult terrain as about half of the jungle is. I will choose the take cover action and hide for free because of forest <laughs> stealth. Um, eh, it's still not bad, it's an 18. Okay. So you duck down into the brush here as Resme is up now. 
I like this new sliding thing. I think yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree. Cool. At a glance, you can see what's about to happen to everybody. Also, these new uh, little cutouts with the skulls and stuff are super cool. And again, thank you, Matt, for literally making all of this. This is all nice business work here. Um, Resme uh, will uh, yell out, uh, Taravis, and she'll cast slow on the dragon that's <laughs> coming toward us. The one on the ground? Yeah, the one on the ground. Um, he needs to make a will save. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. He is going to get a 23. Ah. Um, a 23 will be a success, but not a critical success. He is slowed one. For just the next For just the next, next turn. Okay, so we'll just have two actions next time. Fair enough. Um, and then I will cast shield. <laughs> Defensive? Good idea. Dalren, before you get going here, hashtag Dalren just because from Jayazo in the chats. Oh, thank and you. And the point support out strong today. The good yeah. news is with uh, all the extra shows that Paizo's been putting on, everyone has a lot of opportunities to play more Paizo points to beat everybody. So you can stay safe. Probably safer, at least. Yeah. Only you can fight dragon fire. <laughs> dragon boogers, uh, well, I like it. Well, I'd certainly like to consider this a bit more, but, uh, uh, well, no time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Looks like I'm mad. Oh, boy, here I go killing again. <laughs> uh, so lightning will crackle up, uh, and I'm going to dash forward, uh, get get within uh, geese arm range of this front one, and give a quick slash trying to hobble it on its legs. Ooh, nice. Okay, very nice. Uh, so that's going to be a plus two from that. See, 21, 31, 36 to 36 hit. is definitely going to go to 36. All right, spectacular. So that's going to be, see, see, 11, 11, and 8, 19, plus two support, 21 times two, 42, 42. lightning damage. You are such a freaking beast <laughs> when you crit. Boom. They hit it incredibly hard. <laughs> Just <laughs> hit it really hard. Just crit forehead. Oh and no! <laughs> the room is collapsing ah. from the force of Dalren's blows. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go poke that real quick? Uh... Yeah, we can wait till after. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm going to fade, uh, go through the difficult terrain, and get behind the tree so the totem can't and zap me with lasers. As you go to move back away, this thing on the ground, a snaking tail about 15 feet long whips around the dragon towards you, and you can see it's tipped with a long, almost perfectly straight stinger that jabs out. <laughs> I'm going to spend a villain point from Edwir here on this Everyone's one. running through points today. Thank you, Edwir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got one left. I got one left. This is going to snap out towards you for a 30 flat. A uh, flat 30? Uh, it'll, it'll catch me. 23 armor class. And uh, the stinger is going to jab into you. At least it's not a crit. At least it's not a crit. It's going to jab into you for 16 damage. Okay, so... And as you go to move away, this pierces through your leg and snaps back, uh, stopping you from being able to fall back from the square. Oh, it just... Oh, so it, it, it does it disrupt my movement regardless. Movement action regardless. Oh, that's oh. really annoying. <laughs> I also need you to make a fortitude save as the stinger seems to spray in something much akin to what it spit at you. Oh, that's a 30. A uh, 30 will succeed as you feel this burning liquid jet out. You can all, all see a little spray on the tip of the stinger as it pulls back, pulling its maw back now to strike at this tasty fallen meal in front of it. I'm not fallen. I'm just... Not behind the tree where I'd like to be. <laughs> and grimacing up at her. Second of the drakes here, seeing you rush forward. Pretty stuck. 
you know, on account of being pinned to the ground. So it is going to hop back and do a similar thing, spitting out a large glob down towards the party. It's going to hit Dalren, uh, Buford. How big is this splash, actually? Yeah, Dalren, Buford, and Resme. Oh my god. And I'm going to need reflex saves from each of you. It'll hit me. If it matters, you know if I'm the behind, dragon wants behind to. Her. You're not behind her. You're not behind her. It's, oh, I'm not? It's spitting like right in the, uh, in oh, the center Oh, I can't. Here. It's very cocked. Does it hit that his buddy dragon, too? It wouldn't matter. Oh, I'm not if the dragon interested. wants to move, it's, one of uh, it's just a DC 10 athletics. Uh, 27. All right. 26. 26. Arcadia says that's not a natural one. Arcadia <laughs> says that's something else. Save me here at once. Might even be a natural one. Don't. Why? Why, <laughs> why do you do these things? <laughs> that's a. Five. I feel like we should be able to just take uh, Derp Hero points and use them. As well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you so know, I'm going to waste with? them. Uh, nope, nope, nope. I'm not taking that yet either. Jay, Jay Azzo says that's not a five. It was last die. one. It's going to be something else. Uh, that's a six, not a five. Ha, take that. So it's an 18. Uh, with an 18, yeah, you are definitely still going to be hit by this as you're held by the stinger uh, from the first dragon. The second splashing up behind you. Uh, as it contacts your skin, you feel this burning, but you don't feel it in your skin. It's not like an acidic. You uh, feel it's almost more like a contact poison. Mm. As, it's, uh, as it hits you, it soaks in. It's it's suspiciously thin for how much it looks like a big, thick mass of liquid. But whatever it is soaks through your skin in an instant, racing through your veins. And that is where you feel the terrible, searing fire. I don't have a poison card, so I'm going to give you persistent damage. Uh, but it is just poisoned. Ah, lovely. you are going to take four damage. But as an added bonus, it's not just pain. Who the heck is supposed to be alphabetical? Why am I stupid? It's not just pain. It's also pretty crippling, and you're going to be a feebled one as well. Ah, okay. It's going to reduce your attack and damage rolls. And then he is going to make an athletics check succeeds. He angrily rips his leg free from the branch. Buddy. Uh, I'm going to move um, as far as I can up north, uh, up to the closer dragon. Um, as far as I can into the difficult terrain right up next to him. Just, uh, so two actions? That's, yeah. That's it's one action because it gets you here. Yeah, so then you're, you're 20? 20. You're 20. Okay, one action actually gets you right next to Dalren, so yeah. there's another action so to go where? I have to, as far as I can move. Yeah, pretty much forward. here yeah. as you push through the underbrush. The difficult yeah. terrain that this drake is walking through. The dragon seems wholly unimpeded uh, by the shrubbery. And then I will raise my shield. <laughs> I'm going to walk up right on behind Dalren. And I'm going to slap the wound in his leg with some anti-venom, and uh, some numbing agents for a battle medicine check. This is probably expert. Yes. That is a 25 that passes. So Crap beat at me by these things. <laughs> 25 does succeed. He's going to get 2d8 plus 10 health back. 2d10? 2d10 plus. Yes. Because he always does that anyway. 18. I'll take it. Does that take away his poison? Does not, no. No, just He said it was flavor. antidote, that's why I was asking. <laughs> yeah, it was flavor. Uh, you got one out flavor, flavor. And then I'm going to run off behind this tree for pseudo cover. To Fall not back. get shot by lasers. Fall back! Already. Ducking out of the way, 
quickly behind a large trunk. This dragon here on the ground, uh, a fair amount injured from the salvo of attacks that have been loosed out towards it. As it pulls Dalren to a halt and sees him fairly weaken, it is going to lash out in a frenzy of attacks, snapping forward with its jaws as it punches down with its stinger repeatedly towards you. With one less action. Uh, with one less. Actually, it's just going to be two stingers, Jake. There, he has slowed one. So it's just going to be two uh, stinger blasts. The first <laughs> stinger coming down on you for a mathematics, a 25. 25 will just get me. And, and this time, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll question, <laughs> question his life choices. Is this worth defending a stick in the ground? So enfeebled too. Yeah. Uh, this this first thing you're gonna take a little bit less damage from that. Uh, which Six less. Uh, eight less. Instead of seventeen, it's gonna be nine. Recurring theme when you. Re- for some reason, it keeps going from 17 to 9. Yeah. It does seem to be that way, yes. And then Enfeebled, still trying to uh, keep up this assault here as the Stinger comes down again. I have to do a bunch of math, so it is going to be a 27 after the Enfeebled 2. Uh, which will also solid hit. And this one is going to do slightly less damage. Uh, it's going to do 11. Okay. Pretty much all the healing gone. That's basically all the healing gone, yes. Make it for two safe. Alright, now you go into jail. Uh, so that's a 15. Uh, with a 15, you're already poisoned, but repeated applications are going to make the poison much more severe. Uh, this poison advancing to stage 2, you are enfeebled 2 now. Uh, you're going to take another 4 poison damage and make me another fortitude save because he's done you twice. Join your friend. All right, so that fortitude saves a 16. Five more damage. Yay! As this poison is crippling you. Ah, uh, the not looking too not good. Seem to be getting a, whole, getting a whole lot worse, but slowed as he is by Resne's magic, two more blasts with his stinger, which he seems to favor far more than his talons or his jaws, is all he can mount. Laser totem, however, is absolutely going to let loose a blast. I'm um, shiny and new. Towards Buford. Aha! Shiny and new. <laughs> <laughs> With a natural one. Aha! Actually. Shiny, very shiny. Glare. Very shiny. The glare. The shield seems to just be able to deflect the laser surprisingly well. Try aiming one of those lasers at a dragon. Espus. Gonna pop up from my cover and take two shots at the hunted prey. With hunted shot. That's the one in the trees. Oh, the right? one that's still in the trees. Okay. Yep. Get another critical, stick it again. Oh, it would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> you live in the tree now. <laughs> yeah, I'm spending my last hero point from Kyrie JCB. Thank you, Kyrie JCB. I would like to stop rolling fours. You got all your you got all your coins back. You have almost all of my coins back now. Kados is full. Mm. Natural 20. Woo! <laughs> Rips the barrel out and no one sticks with it. <laughs> no. Thank you, Kyrie JCB. <laughs> Alright, so. Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> I have exercise. For 24 points of piercing, just straight into the other foot. <laughs> and it's pain in the tree again. <laughs> A 
upside down just <laughs> <laughs> and the second shot <laughs> 32. 32 will hit. See, it doesn't count for flat-footed, darn it. Not flat-footed. That's all right, that's all right. Is that with the plus two from the dude? Yeah, that's with the plus okay. two. Gotta push for every you little- You still have the get. Jimmy and the other two half-orcs supporting, but some harassing fire from the tree lines much further back. Yeah, the two's from the door. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so that'll be eight more points of piercing, just another follow-up straight into the other shin. Right. And the one that hasn't managed to come down from the tree yet is by far the more injured of the two. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one on the ground's only been hit once. I think it's only, I only Oh, your crit knocked it. Yeah, That's true. Really Stupid. That's true, I hit that it really That alone hard. is almost done. Yeah, it's you and Espes. <laughs> Laying damage in the one fireball that initially. Okay. Uh, his mistake was staying up in the open. He's not down on the ground where there's cover. It's true. So then I will take a for my second action. I'll take a third shot. <laughs> uh, for a for a total of twenty armor class. Twenty is not going to hit. That one's going to glance off of its scales. It's now writhing in pain and rage, stuck in the tree. Okay, and I will take cover and stealth away. Pops up, pops down. <laughs> Go for stretch. Resume. Go for stretch. For um, a 34 stealth. Resume, seeing how badly uh, hurt Dalren is, um, is now going to desperately try to bring down this thing. Uh, so she's going to cast uh, a fireball um, on that nice little area. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead and make me a uh, reflex save. Uh, you can hit both Drakes. You will also hit Buford. No, I, it's, a, it's a pretty massive blast. I don't really, if, he's in melee with Buford. I don't know that you can realistically do the trigonometry to just edge him and not hit Buford at all. That's. I mean. I mean, if I try to not hit the other Drake and just try to hit the one dragon, can I? Back it up you so that just, I don't you hit can, you. You'll just catch the one. Like, That's fine. Pretty far back. Yeah. Go ahead and make me that save. Okie dokie. He is. My last villain point <gasps> here. Didn't want to hard one that save. Fox did not want to hard one that save. It's a dragon. You can't die to a fireball. That's like illegal. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cocked. Come on. Suspense D20. <laughs> It's going to get 19 on the reflex. That save. is a fail. He's pinned. It's not pinned. It's still It's on the ground. Oh. It's savaging Dorin. Light him up. 6, 12, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 damage. Alrighty. There's two drakes now very evenly injured. With this blast of fire again washing over the totem, it seems to be completely unmarred. Um, and Resme will throw her shield at. So Dalren, before you begin. Sneaky feet. Chet, <laughs> rallying in support here. <laughs> Another hero point for the poor elf barbarian. <laughs> from Shazper. Punched. Shazper. Nice. And another hero point. From Destro Nets. Woo woo! Yeah, can't Spend have times. you die before you finish your research. Now can we, Master Dalren? <laughs> quite true, quite true. Two of them. Bring you back up. To two? To two. Who's the first one from again? Uh, the first one is from Shazpur. And then Destro Nets. I love that name, by the way. Famous one. 
Here comes a missed one. Oh, I got. Oh, and I got one too. I did miss that one. Why? This is why Especially we can't a lot have of nice things right now. Cranox too was throwing me one as well. I can't miss that. That's the that interest of fairness. I need that. That's important. Thank you. All right. Now both these drakes look pretty severely injured at this point. They're they're bloodied. They're wounded. They don't seem terribly hardy. Oh, what a what a coincidence! For I too and <laughs> <laughs> don't feel particularly hardy. Um, but I'm not about to back down. Not with this thing right in front of me. Uh, so muscles burning. Go back into a guard and just bring it around with lightning charging down the blade. Uh, that's only a twenty. Does that include the plus two from the... It does not. 25. 25 will hit. Add plus two to this as well. Yep, yep. 22 lightning damage. 22 will be enough to cleave through the first of these dragons on the ground and bring it hissing, stinger still flailing almost spasmodically down to the ground. As the first... Balls. And now I'm gonna get behind this tree. <laughs> good plan, good plan. And get some cover while I try to get this poison burning through my veins under control. And, um, oh yeah, that was one actually. That was actually, that does leave me with an action left, doesn't it? You can it? take cover to get rid of cover. Aren't you raging? Don't you have, can't you? Can you flex that out? Uh, it's not sickened, it's poisoned. I can flex out sickened, I can't flex out poisoned. Well, the enfeebled, I mean. No, it's, um... It's I mental effects. Right? I don't think I can flex out enfeebled. Okay. Yeah. It's all, like, mental stuff, right? Yeah. So you can you can take cover behind Fight the tree to get, uh, to get greater cover back here, which would give you plus 40 AC. Um, take cover as an action now in second edition. Sure, I'll do that. If you're behind the tree and you got nothing else going on, that's probably your best bet. This, Drake really mad, is going to again <laughs> yank the bolt out from its leg <laughs> before it drops down out of the tree onto Buford, snapping forward with his fanged maw, just almost shooting down head first, skittering out, bringing gravity along with him for the strike. For a... so bad at math. 26. And that my shield is just gonna come up into in, in, in time and you just can't get a hold. That potency rune. Yeah, the potency rune really did that. Take <laughs> me a fortitude save, Doran. Oh. It's the poison coursing through your veins. Come on now. Uh, it's, it's getting a, better. It's a little better. It's a 21. I think I might want to spend a hero point on that. Oh, it's nine though on the die. Oh, it's not exactly in my favor. The odds are not in your favor, Master Bellion. You take a further two poison damage. You are still enfeebled too. All right. All right, buddy. Here now, you stupid lizard, and I'm gonna whack it in the face. Bonk it. Bonk it in the face with a 19 on the day, uh, so 21 plus 15. 36. 36. 36 will critically succeed. Nice. Stupid, stupid idiot. Oh, that was terrible dice. Uh, it's okay. So four, uh, eight, so 16 damage. 16 damage is just not enough. Yeah, it's okay. I'll it's just a good whack strike. it again. 
to try and do another. Ah, nice, good whack. Okay, 16, 18 plus uh, 15 is like. Is it plus 10? Oh, plus 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 16 plus so 10. So 26. 26. 26 will hit. Okay. So here. Aha, so that is 10 damage. 10 damage will bring down the second <sighs> dragon. Oof. As you have now beaten down frontliners frontlining both of them. <laughs> one action. Okay. Um, there's a thing. It was shooting laser beams, and I can't run very far, but I can run far enough. I'm going to try and jump, run, and dive behind that tree where is. I won't really quite get there, but it'll be the effort that counts. Yeah, you... You get 20 feet over there. You can get almost yeah. there. Yeah. As you stomp away, <laughs> rrr. You see Buford coming as you hear dragons, <laughs> death screeches around the trunk. Well, I already have my focus. Dalrin got spanked a little bit by those dragons, so we're going to pop Healer's Blessing on you. And then a two-action heal is going to course through you. And we're going to heal you for 3d10 plus... 30. Ooh. Plus, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? It's plus 24, plus my level. How is it plus... Tw- what? It goes up. Third level heal. Yep. <laughs> it's just 3d10 plus 24. That's it's, third level dude, two action heal. It's healers doing healer things. Oh, wow! <laughs> Eight and nine. <laughs> yeah, and a four. Oh, 21 plus 30? Yeah. 51 healing? 51 health. By Feeling the, remarkably better. By Saren, the light of Saren Ray. <laughs> into Dalren. By the light of freaking Saren Ray. Oh. <laughs> it's a Saren Ray. Actually, the first thing knocked me down to 76 health, and that just put me right back up to 76 health. So I just <laughs> all that stuff. And Okay. As all right. Buford runs... Another blast loose from this totem. Gonna get a 33. All right, that'll that'll uh, hit. Not critting. Need to make a fortitude save. Uh, it's a 19 on the day. Uh, plus 14. A 20, right? So. Oh, uh. I'm, it's a joke because. Oh. 32. 30, 30, 33. <laughs> 33. <laughs> yeah, 33. 19 plus 14, so 33. 33 fortitude. Just barely doesn't critically succeed. So oh. Half. Okay. It's like nine poison damage as this beam strikes you. Okay. Nesvis. Last one. Make it count. <laughs> Deadly Doll says, scrape in the bottom of the barrel for, bill- oh, for hero points. Thank you, Deadly Doll. Thank you. Okay. All right. So, well, unfortunately, I can't hunt prey because it's not a thing. It is. Not a living thing. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a living thing. It is. This is a weird one. Because it's not a creature. It's not a, not a live. Not even a construct. Uh, yeah, it's not. It can't be redeemed. It can't suffer a of redemption. I would. It's say almost like a glorified trap, almost. It literally is. It literally it is a hazard. It's not a creature. It's mm. a hazard. I would say you can designate it as prey. We're in weird rulesy territory here because it's a hazard, not a creature. I'd say if because if, if you want to shoot it and deal damage to it. Yeah, I want to shoot I, it. I don't see why you can't it. denote it as prey. We can look it up later. Yeah, I'll look it up later. Okay. All right, so then um, pop out, hunt prey, hunt a shot. So, first two strikes. 
And uh, I'll stack these together since I'm sure since it is a hazard, it's probably got hardness and things like that. It most certainly does. Okay, so these will the damage will have to stack together for the purposes of precision because that's what the hunted shot specifically says. Okay, yep. So, and it gets to come into play now because it definitely has hardness. It's a, you're shooting at a ten foot tall wooden totem with Dayhawk's visage set on top of it, blasting lasers out of its eye sockets. Fair enough. So that's a thirty five. Thirty five will hit. It can't be crits. Nah. Right. And then a, sorry, math. Um, and then that'll be a 19. 19 will glance off of the wood. Okay. So this may not actually deal anything. We'll give it a shot. Uh-huh. Um, 16 points of piercing, just trying to nail that skull as best I can. So your arrow is the just the second one bouncing off harmful through the first barely glancing, leaving just a dent, uh, doing almost nothing, but not completely nothing. And deal two damage. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna take another shot. So, Hard. yeah. Hehe. <laughs> um. So that'll be a twenty-three. Twenty-three is gonna glance off harmlessly. And oh, uh, it's gonna look at me. <laughs> Just take cover and hide. Okay. Resme. Um, Resme is going to um, move, get try to get closer to it. Um, we were willing to go. Because uh, you can go like yeah, far forward as you there, want to, really. That, that's Up fine. to the edge of the thick undergrowth that it's yep. standing tall out of. And I'm going to try to shrink it. Okay. So as you shrink, I'm. Not touch. I was kind of assumed it was touch. It might be. Let me. I'm almost positive it's touch. It, it might be touch. I'm gonna say it's touch. Look it up real quick. That's so... fine. I, I'll just double. I'll double move, and I'll just have to take a shot from it because yeah, shrink can, items two actions. Yeah, shrink items touch. You That's can fine. Get up to it, right? And I, I'll just um, I will shield, and pray. Ping. <laughs> What the heck is she doing? Through the underbrush to the lasers blasting totem. Dull Ren, you see Resme run by as you feel suddenly a lot I've better. got a plan! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, can't have this now. Uh, so I'm going to uh, run around the tree and just push up as far as I can get. Um, actually, I think if I get right behind Resme, I can still strike at it. Uh, this is all That's difficult terrain. Fun. 10, 20. That's 40 feet of movement there. That's 40 feet of movement? Yeah, this dark ground is all difficult terrain. So I was here, so that's... We were here. So that's 10? 10. Oh, I can't go diagonal over there? Yeah, it's kind of occupying these squares, so you kind of got to run 10, 20, 30, 40. Um, Okay. Well, that's going to take me two... That's just take me two actions, that's all it is. Okay, Uh, so then... I'm an idiot. But I'll tell you why I'm an idiot later. I know why. Oh, yeah, I know why, too. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna strike out at it. Let's see if lightning helps. Well, not with a roll like that, it's not. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's not gonna hit. Uh, and this is kind of important, so let's use one of those hero the points. Like a giant laser blast. I just it? got. I was like, yeah, you didn't reroll that save. So it's gonna be Shazper or Destronets. That was gonna be Shazper because I got his first. Come on! That's a very, very cocked. cocked die. Come on, stop doing. Oh, no! I should have asked. All right, so that's only an eight, 
18, actually, even with... Uh, 18, as you try to swing through yeah. this thick undergrowth past Resme, this big pillar, your blade just glances off of this magical totem. It's, it's certainly more than just wood, and a gisarm is hardly meant for chopping lumber anyway. I make me a fortitude save. Come on. Still very poisoned. Shake this thing. Let's try this. I haven't had this for a while. Trading poison is like a 10 minutes. Why? I haven't tried that one in a while. Alright, uh, uh... Maybe... Yeah, just when it's a 15. <laughs> you take three more damage, and you're still enfeebled, too. It's definitely adding how hard it is to hit this pillar successfully. Buddy! See if Resume run on by. I like sprinting towards the tree where I see her skin tool. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around, sprint back over to Resume, and I think I can just get there. Difficult terrain. Do two moves to get to her. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a third move and move in front of her. Uh, that totem is. Uh, you can oh, okay, 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 okay. You're all adjacent to the totem okay, right okay. now. She shrinks your armor by mistake. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, and then I, I too will raise my shield. Rur. I don't know what these insane people are doing. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm going to, from the safety of my tree, try hitting it with a uh, with a divine lance because You're I'm gonna need to move for sure. Yeah, but um, I'm staying behind the tree. But right, and there's, there's can... a thing between me and. <clears throat> Yeah, launch your divine Just, lance. Okay. This is clearly a, a bad thing. I'm going to see if this can hit it with good energy. Uh, which, as it strikes, is going to dissipate harmlessly upon the wood. Oh. It's it's just a conduit for magic. Magic has no alignment. Simply then, have to test and see if it would work. This thing is a blast and eye laser. Not a resume. Pew! Straight down onto her for a 32. Um, that is not going to crit me just. Um, so, uh, yeah, it just hits me. So, I need a fortitude. Yeah. Um, that's gonna be a 25. 32. How is your... Oh, you're gonna say really numbers got really big now, I guess. Well, her AC Fair is, enough. yeah, 20, 23 probably with the rune, because you have yeah, the protection rune. Yeah, because I have rune. a protection oh, rune. rune. And she's got a lot of decks. Yeah, that plus one potency runes. Getting I was, some mileage. I was missing one right there. So the 25. And as it, as it goes at her, I will actually reach my shield out. And so any damage she takes will be blocked by, uh, partially blocked by my shield. Okay, okay. I'll allow it. It makes it's sense to me. It's, it's a blast. Yeah, it just says when an yeah. attack is made against an ally adjacent to you. Okay, so and you, the, it's just like you're blocking it, basically? Yeah, I just shield block, but for someone else. It's what I used to do with Nell. You make me a fortitude save. Ah, I will take that. Because it's... Okay, so that's a... The damage is just a spell effect, so if you're going to block it, it's going to hit you. Huh. Okay, so that's a... But it makes um, an attack roll. makes an attack roll. It's like a ray, basically. Huh. Uh, that's a 29. The so 29, you are going to take half of this. Okay. Uh, which is going to be 9 poison damage. There is actually a your... feat later that allows me to take damage when I make a shield block for other people. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Because this is because the beam hitting you is... The beam isn't doing damage. It's a spell effect that prompts a fortitude save that does damage. Huh. So if you block it, it's just hitting you and you're taking it, I figure, is the way that would logic. Does the result. shield reduce the damage? It doesn't because it's just a spell effect. Huh. It's not like the beam is hitting you for nine damage. The beam hits you 
and then you take nine magical poison damage. Yeah. I'm okay so, with this. How much would I take? Nine. 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 Esphus. Pop back up. The Gatling gun. <laughs> Alright, so two shots. Coincidence, that's how much damage has been dealt to the totem so far. <laughs> um, 31. 31 stakes. Okay, and you, gotta both, you gotta hit both the hundred shots. Like that's where the money lives. That's that is where the money lives. Um, ooh, and that will be uh, twenty-seven. They both hit. Damage combined for hardness. Yeah. This is what we need. Yeah. Help. Um. Thirteen. On four D eight. Actually gonna do nothing. Sarah's so gonna glance ping, completely ping, harmlessly ping. off of the totem. I wish I could. Shot help. solidly, but aiming up at the skull, which needs to be shielded by this magic, this spell, as well as the shaft. These arrows just glance with flashes of green light off as they strike. I'm just gonna take a third shot. Might as well. Um. Twenty six. It's. Come on, boys. Big, Give me some high numbers. Big money. Big money, no whammies. Nope, no damage. Just I'm keep... assuming you're going to duck back down again. Yep, duck so back down. Groundhog Day is going to continue in the corner. Sorry, Resume. So I do not think I can shrink this thing right now. I do not think that's going to work. You so... ran forward and realized this is a bad idea. <laughs> um, so instead, I'm going to use a third level to spell magic, and I'm going to see if I can get this thing not magical, and then we can deal with the other stuff that's on it. Okay. So, give me your counteract check as you well up this magic into your hand and reach forward to make sure it connects by just bringing your hands into touchy dispel range first. I don't want to touch it, but I gotta. Hello? Hello? <laughs> that noise. Uh, that's gonna be a hero point. Uh, thank you so much, Cairo GC JCV. We appreciate your contributions to the cause. <laughs> that is hey. going to be in that 20. What level the spell magic guest? Uh, third. With a third level dispel magic surging out into this totem. Arrows raining in from the distance from the demon hunters. The light almost instantly lashes out of the totem's eyes. <sighs> and it goes completely inert. Oh, thank God. The smoke stops dissipating out from the eye sockets. It's just a wooden post standing there now. Much like the one you found before at the portal but obviously markedly more deadly. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my God. That'll dispel it. All right, now put it in your pocket and let's get out of here. Uh, now I'm going to use shrink item. As you cast another arrow, it just comes out from the... <laughs> off the top of the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> and um, instead of uh, putting this one in my purse, because this one's actually finished, it's more dangerous, I'm going to break it in half like a toothpick. As you shrink the thing down, the magic dispelled out of it. Uh, <laughs> make me an athletics check. It's still it's a ten foot totem reduced down to its probably like a fairly sturdy log. I don't know if Resme's got All quite right. the strength can, to snap this in half. Can, can you? Can somebody axe it for me? 
Well, I, I don't know if it'll actually... It does shrinking it actually... Is it still as dense as it once was? Or is it like, can we it's actually just break as hard, it? as hardy as it was before. Yeah, Science. so quite difficult to break. Uh, uh, but, I mean, uh, I could just put it in my purse. Well, let's... Um, Magic sack. Before we, we go and, and get too, too destructive here, um, can we maybe analyze it to see if we can find uh, an easier way to turn it off that if we should come across any more uh, of these? Sure. I mean, let's take a look at it. Okay, you've got it with you now, so you can certainly settle down and uh, detect some magic, but as this fight comes to a close, don't run any fortitude, sir? Uh, yeah. I'm still poisoned. You are really badly. Poisoned. But it's only got one tick left in it, so... I still can't roll above four. Well, this is, the, this is it. This is the it's six turn poison, three damage. That's the sixth time it's hit you. You know what this means? Darwin was poisoned by the blight. I, I win. I'm gonna no. Bad. Bad. <laughs> and as you feel this poison finally run its course, <sighs> starting to recover, the burning subsiding a bit, it's no longer in the threat of, uh, of killing you anymore. Jimmy and the Rankin Demon Hunters come in as this thing shrinks down the sun. Sounds of screaming dragons and lasers flying throughout the air, falling away. Darren, are you okay? Oh, I felt better. I was so worried about you. Me too. <laughs> you sure got the whooping on you. Jeez. Uh, uh... Been stuck and stabbed and barfed on and shot and... Now, I Resume, think I'm running out of adjectives. Yeah, now, Resume, I don't want to sound like a certain uh, other person we may know, but what <laughs> in darnation do you think you're doing? Well, the only way to stop it was to get rid of the magic on it, and in order to do that, I have to touch it. So have do to... you have a better way of making that happen? It was well, actually quite I'm effective. You have to point give it Well, I feel like if we didn't, if we went a direction that didn't leave you next to it for a full like five minutes sitting there looking pretty while I'm sprinting halfway across a football field trying to get to you. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's not like I can communicate very complex magical things to you during battle. I had the idea. It popped into my head. I gave it a shot. The only reason it worked is because I got very lucky and I found a very small magical loophole in its construction, and I cannot even believe it worked because I didn't think it was going to happen. I feel like we should just... I just want to make sure you know that running straight for it I'm aware. is a bad idea. I'm aware. Thank you. <laughs> we all bear the burden of danger, buddy. You can't save us 100% of the time. I sure would like to try, and it would be a lot easier if I were walking first and you were walking second. I'm you sorry. do a great job, by the way, Esmus. I can't even tell you back there. Except for the arrows, just keep running over. Every once in a while, I see a little bit of gray hair, but... No, you did fine, Resme. You did fine. We uh, a bit reckless, but no, no. We, you, you, we, we carried the day. We should thank our new allies for their assistance as well. Thank Indeed. you so much. And they're just kind of like 15 feet back. Just their bows still in hands, arrows still knocked, just a string not drawn, just kind of peering. No idea what's going on. We can make dragon shoes now. I've always wanted dragon boots. Hmm, actually. And, uh, two teeth, two buddy. Two calls back. <laughs> These dragon camera not so rare in the woods, but that totem 
This blast of magic. That's not something we've ever seen. Yeah, it pretty much isn't good. It's power from a well very put, dark well god. Put, yep. This is what the I fear. The darkness, yes. Well, at least you can handle it. Arrows seem to do nothing. You came prepared to fight a demon track, not the magical log. Oh. Wow, it's a magical log. You're right. It makes me feel a lot better about it now that I think about it. Where did it go? Did you banish it? No, I shrunk it. You just have this little sort of <laughs> little baton now. Like a little souver, uh, souvenir. It's like we, it's like we, look, this is what I, I, I went to the... Did you pull out all three half-orcs, kind of lean back a little bit. It is so small now. Powerless. I went straight into, through the portal, into the Echo Dry Forest, and all I brought back with this lousy little totem. Well, we'll see if we can't find a few more to make it a full collection. I can understand how you felled those beasts back when we first met, Nell. The magic is strong. My magic was also lucky. It was way more likely that I wouldn't have been powerful enough to do what I did, but clearly with the power of all three of our gods here working with us, we were able to carry the day. The light of Serenre, Iomade, and Alceta surely shine upon us. Hmm. So... And for Asma. But she won't let us see her, because that's how she does. You have found a totem here in the jungle. Defeated it shrunk it, and are now quite literally carrying it around in your purse. We're going to tote him around. <laughs> Did you forget to save the map again when Renali revealed the Cinderclaws? Dang it. <laughs> Every freaking time, dude! I'm so used to roll 20 and everything I do, just saving automatically. I gotta save every time I switch maps. Alright, I got this. I can learn to use you, Urkin Forge. <laughs> My tiny smooth brain's really struggling, though. Okay. So now that we have it in our hands, I guess let's try to learn more about it. Yeah, you can certainly uh, settle down and attempt to identify magic and figure out what's going on with this thing. And uh, I imagine there's some treatment you want to put out. Is Well, Buford looks basically fine. I don't know if he's going to tell you he's there. He pretty clearly took a couple of these laser blasts. And... Uh, RN still has a bit of health missing. Yeah, still not 100%. <laughs> I'm going to make dinner. <laughs> You're going to settle down. Dragon steaks. And Jimmy just nods. <clears throat> this battle has been exhausting. It would be wise to rest. Valley as we can. <clears throat> prepare. Yes. We'll come upon this demon any day now. Could be tomorrow, could be the next. Could escape us entirely. Yeah, impossible to predict, but by my ancestors, we'll track it down. Uh, trust your expertise. Wasn't kidding about that dra- those dragon boots, though. I really do think we should skin these things. Now that they're not actively trying to melt me, can I try to recall some knowledge and think about what I'm, what I'm looking Absolutely. What's at? your arcana? <clears throat> arcana, not dragon lore? Oh, I'll give you dragon lore. Yeah, I'll give you dragon lore. I, they're actually both the same. Uh, it's plus 11. It's plus 11. Plus 11. Plus 11. Looking at this, this is not a dragon. This is a drake. A drake. Which is a kind of dragon. It is a lesser dragon. It is a dragonkin. 
Well, this is far from a full-fledged dragon. Uh, they are sentient, but not super intelligent. Mm. Uh, they're much less intelligent than a per your average person would be. They've got just enough brain power to be able to have a fleeting grasp of the draconic language. Mm. So the things could theoretically talk in a language that you could understand even. Mm. So they're like much angrier parrots. <laughs> That's not wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, gonna melt your face. <laughs> <laughs> they are very poisonous, and uh, what draconic power that they can muster is largely the ability to manipulate uh, the flow of time. Hmm. None of them were given a chance to fortunately, because they can both hasten themselves to move at blinding speeds, as well as attack with a truly terrifying flurry of strikes in an instant. Oh, wow. But neither of them ever had an opportunity to. Slowed one, guys. Whew. If he wasn't slowed one, you would have gotten the Triconic Frenzy, because only his stinger has ten-foot reach, so he had to step forward first Oof. before he could do it. So... Teamwork makes the dream work. It does. Thank you for the fist bump with a ring. What I did. Their stingers, as you learned, are far deadlier than their jaws, carrying an incredibly powerful poison <laughs> that is very difficult to shake off and fairly crippling. It curses your dice to only roll force. It does. It's a very bad thing, really. It leaks through into the actual world where we're playing Pathfinder and curses your d20s directly. Mm. It enfeebles your very dice. Yep. But other than that, they have no proper magic. They're not full dragons. So having an actual demonst demonstrable exhibit, uh, Dalmer will immediately start lecturing anybody with an earshot with, you know, about, about every detail of these things. That was pretty interesting, I think. Fascinating. Um, Resme will listen attentively. Rur. I'm too busy tending yeah, to you, the acid burns in your leg. Tending to you, very <laughs> severe. It's not, even, it's not even acid burns. It just got stung by a fairly large stinger. It's like a longsword attached into these things' tail, oh. whip-like. Uh, and before you, uh, I guess as you roll that, Rur, have a hero point for the parrot. Oh. It doesn't want to come to you. It's for a punch. <laughs> it's not going to punch. It's a bad joke. Have a hero point for the parrot drakes. Thank you for making me laugh with your totally not bad humor. <laughs> <laughs> Says handsome Ganker. All right, so both of you heal for 25. Perfect. Man, I'm back up full. I'd never even know it. He's got a couple of like, lasers. Yep. Doesn't even, it's not visible on you at all with those lasers. They didn't leave any kind of rashes or burns whatsoever. It just seemed to direct poison into you. Uh, clearly, the thing was a conduit for magic, so it was striking spells more than any kind of actual physical force. Um, and you... While I'm pretending to listen to Dalrin sort of half-heartedly, um, I'm actually going to be studying this thing. Listen attentively, mine. <laughs> uh, you can tell that this totem is near identical to the one that you had recovered from the portal. It's just a conduit for energy. It has very little magical power itself. It is drawing it, amplifying it, and redirecting it back to an unknown source. This one, however, fully functional, uh, connected to it, was almost given a strange shadow of sentience. The ability to detect when threats were nearby, and it started firing immediately, uh, redirecting the very spells it was channeling as an attack 
out against the group of you. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's as I thought. This thing had some element of being alive to it. I mean, it's not alive in the traditional sense, but I'm definitely glad it's not here anymore. Hmm. We need to find all of these things we can and get rid of them. Well, is there a way that we can, aside from getting lucky, is there a way that maybe we can disrupt its magic, uh, even for a short time, that you're able to figure out? Let me think about it. Let me look at some of these symbols and see if I can figure out in what way it's rechanneling the magic. I wonder if you can actually overload it, or if maybe changing the runes on it might Hmm. disrupt the magic in some way. This may sound... Perhaps a bit childish, but what if we had a large bucket or a tarp? It seemed to only be able to fire out of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to put a hat over it. Well, to block its eyes, if that's indeed how the conduit, the magic works. Uh, if it has sentience, it has to sense from somewhere. You know what's really it interesting about it? It seems childish, that. but it might actually work. Well, it might actually, because, you know, once it hit my shield, it was no longer able to get resume, and it actually just went up my arm and right into, you know, my shoulder. But so this... it, it would be interesting if it, if it couldn't go through objects. Uh, the tent tarp actually might just be enough. But this is only one example. But yes, but uh, look at the... But no, we have two. We have two the examples. The other one was not on. But it was the exact same model. I'll bet you they work very similarly. How many casters do you know can cast different things just because they look similar? I can. Well, still, we only got a couple of study here, and based on the knowledge we already have, I feel like we might as well use it, right? I mean, I think it works better than shooting. I mean, the other thing I'm worried about is, yes, it might stop the light whatever they were, but it won't stop them from being used as a conduit for whatever it is the... Whatever group, I don't even know what we're calling them at this point, are doing. Resume. Cinder Claws? The cultists? We won. There's no way the Cinder Claws imbued this thing with magic. The the problem is, Resume, that regardless of trying to find the semantics of keeping these things from attacking, you are going to be the one who is going to bear this burden, and your expertise is what we're going to rely on. We simply want you safe. If it can't shoot, you can take all the time you need to disable it. I mean, we could walk up to it with a felling axe if it can't shoot. I mean, the other thing we could try to do is... Oh, I wish... We really need to study this thing some more. What we really need to do is to get a saw. We need a saw of some sort, or an axe, or something about... Something about shooting lasers at you. (laughs) (laughs) Ow. Ow. That's what the tarp is supposed to be for. So... Resume, as part of your analysis here, you can tell that around this completed skull and this visage set atop the totem that wasn't finished in the one you found the portal, there are some runes set around it, uh, around the eye sockets, around the base of the skull, that power the magic, that are part of the conduit. You would know that somebody who was particularly skilled in thievery could conceptually get to the totem, mar the runes the right way, and depower it that way. Nope, hmm. nope. No more people going up to It could even be done very the... quickly if they knew what they were doing. Do I Possibly think... Possibly in a single action. Do I think that the... Do I think that with invisibility I could get close enough, or would it just sense my aura? Like, it's not seeing me, it's sensing me. You're not sure. Okay. But the ability to, to, to disable the runes... Hmm. 
I I'll, can give it a shot. I'll take that risk with you. Okay. Perhaps together. I, I guess since we're going to be setting up camp, can I also take a shot at trying to glean information about this thing? Sure. Uh, but you're definitely not going to learn anything more than Resume already had. Um, but you would be able to confirm most of what she told you if those facts seem to make sense. So as you settle down to camp for the evening... Now this thing is smaller, can we try to mar the runes on it to see if... Oh, easily. Easily? I mean, it's often it's smaller. You can just dig through it. All right, with a cool. I'm, I'm going to deactivate this thing. With the magic dispelled, it's just a wooden stick. Cool, I'm like, deactivating it, though. Like, I'm drawing runes through it and making yeah, sure that it's, it's no not what it is anymore. You can it's just put it on the ground and hit it with a hammer and it would much shatter. much larger when we want it to be. Could you yeah. imagine it just reactivates in your pocket at some point over yeah. the next couple days? Yeah. rips out the side of your chest. No! explicitly doesn't do that, because that would make it very bad to be tiny, but still firing lasers. <laughs> so as the sun starts to set, a bit more of the drizzle starts to come down. And an hour or two before sundown, Resme and Valia Rinal- arrive. Resme. So why am I wrong in every name today? Rinali and Valia. They even have similar names. Just call them Rinalia. Rinalia. Rinalia, the new ship, <laughs> arrives from their expedition a little further out into the jungle. Uh, Rinali is holding a book, uh, what appears to be a small leather-bound book that looks uh, like something you would find uh, back home. But Vali is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> she killed her and took all of her knowledge. So it's, it's particularly thick. It's not. It's definitely not Vali's etiquette book. It's particularly thick, well-bound, uh, with an inscribed cover. And she's looking kind of almost puzzled out towards the group. Our Valia is just walking normally, as she would. And as they arrive, uh, Rinali looks down at the book and just kind of looks up at the group of you. Are you the only normal humans that exist? I'd say I was pretty normal. I would say I'm not human. I would also say I'm not human. But I am fairly normal. Valia shakes her head a bit. It is to my chagrin that I've not been able to impart uh, proper etiquette, regardless of the lessons I've been trying to instill in our friend Lady Benali here during our travels. Uh, we met Lord, Th- uh, Lord Thaddeus Dunmore. Oh, oh, oh you. very well then. Yes, he's had an architectural excavation not far to the west of here. Uh, a pleasant fellow, although uh, it does seem he's lost most of his crew by now. Uh, Have they been eaten? Uh, no, petrified, actually. Turn to stone. Oh, gosh. Oh, fantastic. Huh. Rinali has a small amount of magic, of course, uh, not to denigrate your abilities, Lady Rinali, but she had no sort of power to her to be able to turn them back about the transformation, unfortunately. Uh, also, we further news, there are more of these totems. Oh, yes. An- another to the west of us? There was another one, yes. Uh, much like the one that we found at the portal, though this one blue rather than white. It had been <laughs> finished. Uh, Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore had handled it handily, though. Fortunately, he told it was quite a battle. It's apparently responsible for the petrification of his men. Oh, it oh. had a different power. Petrification, Petrification and not poison. There was one here too, but it's now a toothpick. And Rinali, there are more of them? How many of these totems? Well, if they, there's just, at least three. If it draws enough, just guessing three usually, actually three is a very at common least. thing, yes. Well, we found three so far. That's true, we have found three so far. <laughs> I take it back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, no, we should. Uh, it, these these totems are uh, apparently what's uh, powering the uh, most likely. If it's a conduit for magic, it's powering the Cinderclaw shield. I did see something much akin to it at the base of the bubble in the swamp. It, it is possible, perhaps, but how many could there be? 
Dalrin, how many types of dragon breath are there? Dragon types. Well, the, the types, could, there are many, many types. Uh, typical elemental common effects. Uh, I think there's five that I can think of off the top of my head, but uh, petrification is not typically one of them. That's fairly exotic. Um, I've certainly heard tales and rumors that uh, there are dragons that can use that type of effect, but uh, it's not a typical of what you would read about. Um, so it's, I'm afraid it's going to be very little help in trying to keep count of these things. Hmm. And, but uh, just west of here, so along the river then. Uh, not far from it, no. Hmm. Uh, it's only possible. A, a mile or two inside the tree line, he said he found it. But oh. the cinder claws have been going along the river then? Makes two by the river. Yeah, well, the site sense. was fairly remarkable, so, as it was found by the statues of his associates, but he was somewhat unbothered by it, or perhaps his shock on his part. I can't blame him. Oh. A half dozen men lost to this totem. He likely focused on his eye. work. Well, I might be able to reverse the magic that did it to them if I can see them, but first we have to finish this particular mission that we're on. Yes, I mean, it's not like they're going anywhere. Well, oh, actually, Lord Daniel Stantmore is making preparations to leave the Monkey Expanse. He's taking this totem back with him. There'll be an exhibit in the Tolden Museum. No! Is it is it fully deactivated? Do we know anything about that? Well, we, just, we presumably it stopped petrifying people. Well, I know, but no. there's more than one way to do Lord that. Lord Stantmore himself certainly was still seemingly of able mind and body. He had the thing bound up in burlap on a sledge and preparing it for transportation so he'd leave on the morrow. Do we think he just thought of the same thing we did and just put a bag over it or do you think he actually deactivated it? Well, I think he deactivated it through some fairly violent means and at the expense of a great number of his crew. Oh, he used his gun. Pardon? His gun. He, he shot it. Okay, guys, we need to go kill. Uh, we need to go get this man and get his gun. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore is anything but modest, and the story he would weave, uh, true as it may be, seems to have many more elaborate embellishments upon it. But as far as I could design of the actual events that happened there, he simply shot the totem with his gun. Do I know what a gun is? Does he have any so, more of them? You, <laughs> you would have, guns are an emerging like black powder is an emerging technology in Galarian. So you would probably be aware that guns exist, but they are quite rare. Mm -hmm. And uh, you having traveled around enough, you would certainly be familiar with the concept of a black powder rifle. The Buford is the one maybe who would have no idea what a gun is, having grown up in Breach Hill. But He's apparently, probably never seen these or heard of a there's gun. A, there's a lot of adventures. Black powder is an emerging technology, and we have spaceships. <laughs> the spaceship crashed. We didn't make the spaceship. As as we all know, guns don't kill obelisks. Bullets Magic do. does. Magic kills that obelisks. Too. Well, as he told it. As soon as they came within sight of the thing, beams, blasts of energy, erupted from the totem's eyes. Blue as the totem was beforehand, and each of his men that struck was turned in an instant to stone. Huh. And they mounted some assault against the thing, attacking it with their machetes and what weapons they had. Uh, but both Thaddeus Stoutmore, the last among them, was able to finally deactivate the magic in this totem by well, shooting it with his gun. So. Mm -hmm. He probably just disrupted the runes. The runes, a lucky shot, perhaps. Uh, so, is, last of the is, is he by himself? Uh, he is now, it seems, yes, but he seemed to have no real concerns about the difficulties of making him back to port himself. He's going to... He's quite confident. Does actually. he have draft animals to pull this totem back to wherever he's trying to get to? He seemed intent on hulling it himself. Make no mistake, Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore is no slouch. 
This man, I want to meet this man. This mountain sounds amazing. He sounds crazy. And uh, Renali, Renali holds up her book. He gave us this. I can't read it, but uh, and she hands it out to you. It appears to be a treatise on the history of the various tribes in the central Mwangi expanse huh. by Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore. Did and he sign it? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I now officially On the inside think he's cover, a... there is the uh, strange friends met along the way, the civilized of the wild jungle peoples. I hope one day to Lord have Thaddeus Stoutmore. I am this proud of to be able to hand out signed copies to random people I, I meet in the jungle. One day to punch him in the face. Not for only even. did he hand it out to strangers in the jungle, he he's been them. carrying this. Yep. There's a surprising amount of them, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he gave me one as well, it's in my pack. <laughs> Wouldn't take no for an answer, actually. He wow. Tried to foist one upon me on the ship, but claimed to Providence, we met again in the jungle, and, well, I had no real proper out to, with while maintaining social courtesies, so I accepted the book and suppose it. I'll have to keep it. Well, it could actually be fairly interesting to read and may very well prove useful. So uh, if I'll, I will accept this burden on behalf of our party, and I will read the book for all of us. Well, he just kind of shrugs. He's a strange man. Clearly. At least it's good paper to be surviving in the jungle. Well, it, it, it occurs to me that Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore, uh, as imposing a man as he may be, was likely not get very far hauling that totem by himself through the trackless jungle. So we probably have a great deal of time left over if we wish to circle back around and meet him once we've finished uh, hunting down this demon that's gotten away. Uh, yes, I suppose we should uh, make camp here for the night and then continue our hunt tomorrow. Agreed. Makes the most sense to me. Uh, if you wish, then Renelli and I can continue our investigations, or we can aid you in tracking down this, whatever it is we're doing here. I'm sorry, I'm not entirely on board with why exactly we're following these fine gentlemen, but I understand it's a hunt of a demon of some kind. Yep. Yes. Exactly so. Uh, Probably we would know it better as a fae, but demon works just as well. A fae is something to be far more familiar with. The the Rudin Forest, of course, does encroach on a large amount of the northwestern borders of Taldor, and it's a constant threat to their people. So I've heard many a story recently, actually, coming out from some of the uh, New Empress's people. Will you tell tell some of them? I'd I'd be interested. I uh, do apologize, uh, Lady Glatterman. I don't believe I'm much of a storyteller, but I will do my best. Uh, one moment, please. <laughs> Grabs her little book <laughs> and starts Stories. flipping through it Stories. to figure out how exactly she is supposed to do this part with some proper etiquette. So, Renali and Valia have scouted another of these totems not far from here, only about 12 miles away down the riverbank. A blue one, apparently, that this Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore seems to have largely single-handedly brought down. Good job. Pinnacle of manhood that he is. Yeah. Doing wave upon wave of his own men at it. <laughs> Russian winter tactics, <laughs> if he knew what those were. But in the end, he triumphed in the face of such great adversity, and surely he seems like the kind of person who will be solidly humble about this experience. It's retelling, handing out signed copies of his own uh, treatise to everyone he meets. He apparently just carries a whole sack around of. No carry. one has a face I'd be happier to punch. I'm really interested to meet this fellow. He I'm seems re- like a really interesting guy. It does indeed. A, a true scholar. And I'm going to be judging how good a scholar he is when I read his treatise. This is how I know I'm being punished. <laughs> and as they, uh, as you have some time here to finish setting up camp, uh, Renali and Valia continue explaining that a, 
According to Lord Stoutmore, there had been quite a few of the Cinderclaw cultists, the small monkeys, the Charuka, defending the totem as well. A small detachment of them, which they had been able to handle reasonably well until the totem started firing and petrifying his men. With a single blast of his mighty blunderbuss, Lord Thaddeus Stoutmore was able to uh, quell the beasts from the jungle and smite the magic from the totem itself. He definitely hit the rims. Meanwhile, let me survival check to make camp here. You still have a plus two as the uh, half orcs here to assist you. And he set up a new village and he disappeared and came back and saved it and Stoutmore Hill was made in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Stout Hill would be a simpler, most succinct name, but as you will. 25 survival. So 25, you set up a decent enough camp here, not too far from where you plucked the green totem from the ground, uh, arranging yourselves and your tents around, camouflaging it as best you can. And as this drizzle turns into another rainy, very soaked night, at least the ground here is a bit harder and doesn't hold the water quite as well. Oh, I love a rainy night. It certainly is a rainy forest. I'm sorry. I said it certainly is a rainy forest. Indeed. That's right, don't engage. <laughs> Who wants to roll a flat check for me? Just roll a d20 and tell me what number comes out ooh, of it. Ooh, me, 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 me. Uh, four. Aw, oh, crap, baskets. <laughs> <laughs> Please stand by. Please stand by for random encounter. Random encounter loading. So as you, uh, as you are resting here, uh, the night has not quite fallen yet. Uh, for the moment, you're still finishing up the setups of your camp and everything, uh, figuring out what exactly, uh, how you can best shelter yourself against the coming rain that is most certainly about to fall. Please tell me that's not what I think it is. You are set upon by a pair. 2d6. Hmm. A pair. <laughs> Of spiders much akin to those you had faced when you first met Renali, which she is fairly easily able to turn away from the camp. <laughs> and, <laughs> you, and these two spiders are not going to do anything. Hey, hey, oh, hey, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. No, be gone. <laughs> little cousins. Causing <laughs> a little bit of concern to Jimmy, the woman who can speak to spiders. Uh, but after some time ensuring him that she is not in fact the demon they track. <laughs> You're able to settle in for another night here in the rainforest, solidly earning its name. And the next morning, Jimmy wants to take the group of you northwest, well, continuing to follow these tracks. He's leading the way. I'm just providing the magic. And as you come along with them, what are Benali and Valia heading to this, this afternoon? Should we send them further up river to see if the pattern holds true? Sure. It's a little odd because the river itself, if you want to search near the riverbanks, so there's kind of the hex that has the actual river, uh, or you can send them a little further inland because the river passes through the center of that hex. That is fair. Uh, We're going to might as well just do the river hex. Yeah, might as well. Says us getting wet one day. So what do you think? Fire? Maybe whitening? Well, hopefully uh, nothing. Out a large to... amount of area here. Yeah. Making progress. Learning things. Saving your... I'm doing it every time I do anything. <laughs> Thwart my plans? There is only save. Thwart my plans. So, as you travel, Jimmy clearly getting a little more on edge as he really feels like this hunt is nearing its end. 
as you are you are coming much closer to the targets you seek. The early afternoon. You guys want to see something really cool that I actually haven't showed you guys in a while? Sure. Mm-hmm. The early afternoon. The last fight you came across that totem fairly late in the evening near to sundown. Mm-hmm. A little earlier in the day now. Oh. Have I showed you guys Ark and Forge's day night slider? No. I want it to be a little lighter. I only wish that it could function online so I could run all of my campaigns through it. Maybe Just someday. Just give me peer-to-peer connections, Arkin Forge, please. It's, I love it so much. Could you share screen through a conference software? Theoretically, but that sounds like a whole lot of effort. It's not the same. Yeah. Come on, Nick. You would finally come across uh, another man pulling his way through the forest. Uh, he looks like a hunter. He is human. He is not Ekojai, but is clad in fairly similar gear to what their hunters wear. And he is dragging behind him a fairly large burlap sack. Hmm. Hmm. And as you meet this man... You can see that whatever he has hunted, whatever he has caught here, clearly the battle has taken place right here. Uh, the area around where he stands is marred with the signs of a struggle and some errant splashes of blood. And as he turns and sees the group of you, a little confused to see a bazillion people uh, <laughs> coming out of the tree line here, he kind of cocks his head a bit and uh, says in Wongi, I, uh, Sorry? You may not share language. Oh, no, that's all right. We understand you quite well. Oh, this is pleasant surprise. Uh, you are very well-armed and look not to be from this place. These are both accurate things. My arms are very nice. Well, if you were tracking this foul, it is unfortunate that it seems I arrived first, but I am more than willing to share the bounty with you if you seek food. You are deep within trackless woods here. Are you a monster hiding behind a human face? <laughs> it's a very blunt way to put it, but we're, we're looking for... He just kind of looks at you blankly. What? Are, are you human? Okay, he looks down at himself. Let's go to sack and looks at his hands. Grabs his crotch. Yeah, I believe so, yes. Uh, look at you. Does he, you know... Yeah, I guess, does Jimmy he seem like he's and alive? the uh, two half-orcs, a little behind you to the trees, uh, has, his ha- has her hand on her bow across her back, reaching up for it. Just growls out and moggy. This may be our quarry. Make it difficult to tell. Uh, I'm still looking at you. Does Saren Ray, uh... Yeah, does he look like he's telling the truth to me? What are you doing? Perception. 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 Oh, just a perception. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what are you dropping dice for over here, Lance? 32. Uh, just, does he seem like he's he's telling the truth? He, he's a human. With a 32, it seems like he's very much not telling the truth. And as, so as he drops the sack, the neck behind him is going to fairly great pains to not show any sign of what is in it. All right. 
Well, you, sir, must be uh, Lord Thaddeus. Uh, you know, we've heard so much about you. Yeah. And I'm going to start. So, I'm going to walk forward with my hand outstretched. I'm going to say in common, that's it. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll mess, I'm going to message you. Like, this is the thing we're hunting. You can respond back. Absolutely. You cast a spell. Is looking across. Look. Look like you have come a long way. You want fair play? Fair play. You have magic. And he reaches down to his sack and picks it up in one hand and tosses it uh, a little forward to like the halfway point. Ten feet out between you where it just bumps onto the ground and tumbles a bit. You want magic and a meal. That is real magic. Magic. Did he say it was meal magic or real magic? I think there's dead meat in there. It could be magical dead meat. I don't know. One and the same. Those that hold the magic in their blood transfer this power to their blood. I seek some of that power. But Ooh. I am no monster. I'm willing to share. Well, uh, let's see what he's talking about, I suppose. Uh, walk up to the, t- the sack and just kind of pull the sack off. You step forward and uh, pull off the sack. You dump out what appears to be an angel. Ah. A bronze-skinned man, only maybe about four feet tall, with bright amber wings. He's bloodied, horribly injured, uh, and with a, nothing but a red bolt of cloth drawn around him much like a toga. And as you dump this angel out onto the ground, man still standing there, the flesh of the angels is a powerful thing. Hmm. Yeah, sure. And Jimmy right. just pulls his bow off. Yeah, I'm gonna start <laughs> all the, all the, spell. All the half-workers start yeah, falling out of his Yeah, we start casting. And uh, as he smiles, looking at you, seeing everyone reach for their weapons, Behind his head, you see the snout of a wolf emerge under his locks. Hmm. And it is there we are going to roll an initiative, my friends. Plus one, everybody. He likes you. Want me give him a kiss? Hold on. Let me let me <laughs> save you from the travesty that has been. It's already been so kissed. It's, it's been kissed. Right it's too late now. He's, he, he's gonna do it. Yeah, I did. That's, that's acceptable. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, I'll still go last, but that's acceptable. Well, no, not last. <laughs> Second just, to last. Just as we had done before, we are going to consider, for the sake of not running nine NPCs in this fight, that the assistance Jimmy and the other hunters are giving you is a plus two to your attacking angels. Okay. So, Rur, what do you got? 24. Probably somewhere f- more towards me. Esvis. 30. Thorin? 23. Buddy? 20. Oh. Where's me? Also 23. Uh, you can go first. Okay. They're insane. I much farther expected myself to be over here. With a 26. He's a demon machine. Big old demon. Ready, Esvis. Can't have counter token. Oh, sorry. I, uh, 
Yeah, you threw a bunch of them over your shoulder a little while ago. Yeah, those weren't the ones I was going to use for this. Let's give him our uh, Iconic Slayer fight. Ooh. And I do have a small angel. angel. will be on the ground right in front of the door. Right, this was... So, this is very clearly the threat we're looking for. Pretty clearly. As a second face grows out the back of his head, we're definitely in the right place here. Hunt prey. And... Let me try and see here. I will... <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Just trying, just trying to see the screen. This is funny. Or is my head blocking the camera? Yeah. Totally lost sorry. the camera. Sorry, everyone. I had to try and see. Sorry. In case you were curious if it's been shaved all the way around, it is. It is, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, um, I will move around, try to get to a clearer shot. That was actually just fan service for you guys. Sorry. No, you're not. And then, hunted shot. All right, releasing two arrows. Two arrows at this thing. Now towards Tenskichi. Oh, I guess a knowledge check. We will get to this. He's always recalling that knowledge. Always. So first shot. That is a 21. A uh, 21 as you shoot, as his head grows out, he just tips back and the arrow goes over his shoulder in a flash. Very fast mover. All right, then second shot is a 30. 30, however, as he comes back, will strike. Okay, I'll just, when he ducks out of the way, this arrow just buries itself right into his shoulder. For 20 points of piercing damage, just straight into the shoulder. The arrow punches straight through him, coming out the back. That's gonna deal much less than 20 damage. That seems human as he looks. This form's pretty resistant to piercing damage. Good to know. And that'll be the end of my turn. So he steps forward, striding up to Dalren next to the angel here on the ground. I'll shift this slightly because it's still underneath it. And uh, as he does, leaning forward so that upside down, this wolf-like head comes up towards you. And he calls out, the Dora will feast well tonight! And this wolf head snaps towards Dolren. Huh. Bad dog. Or a 40? Uh, <laughs> okay. It, it's just sort of like, huh, look at that. I wonder if it can actually, oh yes, yes, no, no, it can, it can. Just catches me straight across the torso. Critical hit. And he is going to do 30 damage to you as these jaws close on Dalren's neck. You are mute. You cannot talk or make any sounds. And his head twists around as he stands back up, so the wolf is in the front, still holding firm <laughs> on your throat. Rare. If you've ever wanted nightmare fuel, here it is. <laughs> All right. Here's a grab, buddy. Ooh, I'm grabbed. I'm thinking well, your ray is going to work on this guy. Well, that's not actually what I was going for here. I'm going to attempt to put healer's blessing on the angel. Okay. It is. A, you, can, you can do that. I'm, I'm assuming not dead. Uh, it does not appear to be dead. No, your healer's blessing. Will, and then a two action heal is going to shoot. 
into the angel. Just get up, get up, get up. And as you cast your heal into this thing, how much are you getting? Six and five is 11, plus nine, 20, 44. Okay, well, it is uh, 50. That's right, yeah. Because healer's blessing. blessing. 50 health. That's going to do a, a pretty good amount of bringing this thing up. And you see the angel shudder, his eyes opening on the ground. And as they do, there is no people or iris. It's just a flat orange, glowing, almost visible, a stark contrast to his dark skin. As he looks and realizes what's going on and moves as he can to aid you. So his initiative is going to go way up here. Uh, it would be it would be after uh, here, because it's gonna start around two. He's gonna act as the next round. Alright. Dalren. Alright, well. No need to talk, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so lightning will crackle up and run down his shoulders and just kind of see it. Oh, I guess it's here by the throat, I suppose. Um, and just your whole head's in its mouth. I'm just imagining, like, yeah, it's, it's got its mouth around your throat, and so you just, hmm, the you just the monocle just flicks off, and you just like flex for a second, and then just lightning erupts. <laughs> like, don't even need to scream. Nope, just just look down at it uh, with contempt in my eyes. Um, so uh, the first thing I'm just going to shove this thing off of me. Okay, so maybe check to escape. Athletics, may I? You can do athletics, acrobatics, or an armor strike. I like athletics. Uh, so that is a 32. 32 will not do it. Really? Hmm. His jaws seem to be a vice. And as you push against him, he doesn't fight back. He just puts his arm arms wide. And you can hear the face on the back of his head speaking. Mortals always thinking they possess such power. I can't say anything snarky back because I can't talk. <laughs> this is very frustrating. Um, so uh, at this point then, um, he's going to take the geese arm, uh, pin it behind him on the ground, and just push him down with the leverage between the hair and just try to trip him with that. Okay. Uh, did the try to break the grab? Was that an, a, an attack, attack trait? Yes. Oh, that's unfortunate. All right, so that's a six, a twenty, only a twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one is not going to bring him down. No, as he strikes against his legs, and nearly nothing happens. Okay. Resume. Um. This demon seems pretty confident right now. Um. Resume. Uh. All right, we'll um, look at him and uh, cast Agitatus, and um, she'll cast Agitate on him. He needs to make me a will save. I can get a 21 on his will save. That will fail. Um, so uh, he must stride... What, what is a fail? What is... He's, he's very itchy. He doesn't move. He just takes mental damage. He just takes yeah. mental damage yeah, the yeah. next two rounds. Next two rounds, he has to stride once. He has once to stride once or take 2d8 mental damage. Or take 2d8 mental damage. So he has to move and okay. waste one of his turns moving. One action. One action. Um, and I will shield. <laughs> Good idea, buddy. Okay. Uh, I am 
very surprised that Dalrun isn't being able to get this guy off of him. So I'm going to step up and bring my hammer around to the uh, and swing it around to try and whack the guy's front of his face here, since the back of his face is attached to Dalrun. Okay, so that's a 16 on the day. Um, plus two, 18, plus 15. Thirty-three. Thirty. Thirty-three will hit. Okay. At least you can hit him. <laughs> I can't break the grab, but you can okay, hit him. Okay, so that's nine plus four, thirteen. All right. And then I'm going to try again. Just beating him with a hammer. Really not. He's just hitting him. He's just standing there. Like as so you as hit him, blunt, he's like shuddering a little bit from the force of the impacts, mm. but he's really making no effort to even try to avoid him. He's just letting you pound him. Really? So, and the, and the, the, but it doesn't seem to be doing any damage. No, it's doing damage. It oh, just doesn't okay. care. Uh, well, that's concerning. I guess I will move around to the back side of him, <laughs> diagonal across from Dalrin, so I'm completely flanking him, and then I will shield up. That's three. You moved up, hit him, moved around to flank him. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, so I'll be flanking. So, oh, thank you very much. Check. Oh, yeah, let me get you your knowledge check. Uh, this is a nature. Good service, my fire. Twelve. Yeah, no idea. Roll you don't know eight. anything more than uh, that Jimmy has told you on Halfling like that? Yep. Yeah, roll that again for me. It's uh, well beyond some, my knowledge. Yeah, something you've certainly never heard of before. On the ground, eh, now conscious, a small angel gets up, assesses the situation, uh, sees that you're being grabbed, and it's going to fly off in a circuit around back to Ruhr. See ya, uh, suckers! Flapping with its wings just barely off of the ground. As it comes to a stop, not asking any questions or saying anything, it starts to sing. And its voice, literally angelic, resonates through all of you. Mm. As he inspires you with courage. And everybody is going to take a plus three to your attack and damage rolls. Wow, so we're at plus five total. Jimmy's support and the literal singing of an angel. You feel much more poised to handle this creature. You see the the, the wolf eyes shift to this angel as it gets up and the demon twitches a little bit towards it, still not letting go of its grip on Doran's neck. Esmus. Starting things off right. Hunted shot, two shots. So, first shot is a 34. 34 will hit. And second shot, if it matters for precision. Would it matter for precision for him or no? Yeah, it is. Uh, if that also... Is it hardness and resistance? It's our hardness and resistance. Okay, then yes. Okay. Because it is resistant to precision. Okay. So, sorry, math. And a 37 on 37 the... will critically hit. Nice. Okay, so this is going to be... Because why not? And he's, and he's pinned. <laughs> because he's yeah, my prey. That's true. And he's stuck to the ground. <laughs> and he's going to take damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is going to be my critical. Hmm. Uh, so, nine... 30 for the critical. He stacked for resistance. This stacks for resistance. resistance. 
and then another 16, so, so 46. So 23 if it's half. So it's not half. As it's you fine. land these solid shots, this song from the angels seeming to guide you so effectively, this strikes and thuds true into the chest of this demon. And it staggers him a bit. The first time he's actually flinched from a hit. And uh, I'll uh, I'll take a third shot as I take as the two arrows are guided by this angel singing on the third shot. Just Esbus is just gonna shout in rage. Just Phrasma will bid you to your worst punishment and send out a third shot. Mm, I'm gonna hero point that. My last hero point from Deadly Doll. Thank you, Deadly Doll. Is that your last one, period? Yeah, it's my last one, period. I'm empty again. Okay, I've got, got to make it count. Are you serious? That's a miss. Just misses wide. Overwhelmed by rage. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, demon, putting his hands down, Dalred, you feel his jaws clamp like a vise on your throat. I need you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. You were given a chance. Hey, it's a... No bonus to this, right? No. Okay. Uh, that's uh, 20, 31. The 31 he crushes you with his jaws. Uh, you're going to take eight damage. And then he's going to crush. He's going to continue crushing. I mean, a fortitude save. He's already got you, and now he's just yep, yep, shredding. Oh, that's not so great. That's only a 20. And with a 20, you are going to take 13 damage. Okay. You roll it. His agitate damage because he can't move. He's absolutely moving. He then lets go of Dalren. Nobody's pinned from Aspis. Oh, he is stuck from Aspis. So he's going to take QDA. He doesn't have down. a choice. He yeah, reaches down and rips the arrow out from his foot. Um, <gasps> wolf head pointing towards the angel with a snarl. And he will take um, 15 um, mental damage. Mental damage. So he can't, he can't soak that. <laughs> you see now rage contorting even the canine side of his face. As the arrow withdrawn, he twitches a bit, preparing to stride directly towards this little angel. Rare. Protect our friend, protect our friend. <laughs> it's a priest of Serenray. I'm positive he's going to defend the angel. Absolutely. I don't think he needs to be told that. <laughs> That's why my first That's the player. That's the player. Up. That's the player. <laughs> All right, so I see where he's coming, and I'm going to stare him down, and I'm going to tell him to freeze and drop where he stands with a will save. He's going to get a 29. He succeeds. Which I'm pretty sure means it does nothing. Uh, pretty sure he uses one action. Yeah, he has to use one defense. action. So it's functionally stunned one. He'll basically stop for one round. Okay. And then uh, continue. But you have one action left. I'm gonna five foot step in front of the angel. <laughs> Little halfling steps in front. Of, and he looks just like, he doesn't look like a halfling. He looks like a human just scaled down a little bit. He's about the same size as you, floating behind you. Verge okay. steps in front of him, <laughs> holding his symbol of Saren Ram. Stop it. Stop just, it. Stop. Dalren, he has released you. Oh, he's released me, has he? <laughs> kind of crunch my neck back into place. And then just whip this geese on around, try to catch him with a slash. Plus five. Plus a Plus, lot. Yeah, but Jimmy's support and the angel. Yeah, although that's not that great a roll. Uh, let's see. Plus Jimmy's support. Plus the angel. That's a 26. And 26 will hit him. 
see. Nine plus eight plus five. I'll make I'll make I'll make that. <laughs> I didn't uh, think about that until now. Twenty-two lightning. Uh, Alright. And uh, let's bring it around again. It's only a two, but I have a hero point. All right, taking off my Destro Net hero point. Taking this and one from the chest. Mocker, I do not like Kishi. Make them not like it either. <laughs> I will do my best. Ooh. Wow, that's addictive and I love it. Oh man, it's not great. There's uh, two types of people. That's a 23. 23 also, he will barely dip aside from the blade after taking the first hit. And he is starting to show, his body is now starting to show signs of wear. Oh, wait, you're flanking. I am flanking, it's 25. That'll hit. He is flat-footed. You're flanking. Woo! Tactics. Tactics. Oh, nice. Uh, 12 plus 8, 20 plus 5, 25 lightning damage. So having taken a pretty significant amount of hitting now, he continues. Uh, he is now making some efforts to avoid you. He's trying to dodge. He seems to have gained a respect here. He doesn't seem to be affected by pain. He's not slowing down. He's not stopping. But his body is being beaten to shreds. Um, and uh, flip the geese arm. Last one, try to trip him and knock him on the floor. All right. Fishing for 20s, baby. Now I'm seven on the die. I'm not going to get it. All right. Oh. And then Arcadis. I see there's a player missing hero points. Esfis, stop being poor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Arcadis. Resme. Um, Resme will look at him with hatred in her eyes. Dodge this and cast um, a level three magic missile on him. Spoilers. <laughs> he did not dodge it. <laughs> <laughs> this Justin. Now this man has the one per campaign magic missile resistance item. He's got you. Nineteen damage. With nineteen damage, Resme. These missiles weaving between Dalren and Rur, colliding with this Kishi. What happens to him? Um, Resme um casts out um her magic missiles. And with the last two, um, she looks and she goes, the darkness never wins. And the last two magic missiles will go right straight through his eyes and out the back and two gaping holes filled with magical fire are all that are left Hot. as he slumps to the ground. As this thing drops, having turned towards the angel, his skull blown out, just collapses the body onto the ground. As dead as anything you've ever seen. Skagero, Esvis for the crit. Hold <laughs> this job. man up. Keep feeding Thank him hero you. points so he can keep killing. <laughs> Thank you, Skagero. Another couple arrows thudding into his corpse later. <laughs> Jimmy and the boys realize their quarry lays dead. And Jimmy is quick to rush forward up to the body of this Kishi laying on the ground and uh, kneel down beside it and pulls out the cold iron dagger he has, flipping the body over and jamming it down into his chest where the heart would be, where a person. Does it have a heart? You don't know. 
Better safe than sorry. Can't, mm-hmm. can't hurt to keep stabbing. Mm-hmm. But as he he doesn't stab, he just stabs it once. He jams it under like staking a vampire, and just leaves it. Let's go, leaving it stuck in. There's no blood coming from any of this thing's wounds, and where you can see through the skin, there doesn't seem to be much of anything inside it. Just emptiness. Hmm. Anyone speak celestial? Nope. Outside, not as exactly as it's my field. There, flapping. This feathered wingspan of amber floating almost behind Rur. Surely its wings moving far too slowly to be the force actually keeping it aloft. The singing comes to an end. His chords echoing through this glade. Almost still audible, even after he's clearly stopped. He pivots on the spot, turning back towards Resme, shaking his head. There is no need. Oh, good. The language of the angels is universal. <sighs> We're so glad you're okay. As, of course, am I. Please, let me aid you. And puts his hands together, bowing his head a bit, turning back around, and reaching out over her. Sana Mayam as a wave of golden light flows out slowly into Dalren, healing you for 37. Okay, I'll take it. That's right, not everyone can be as good as her. <laughs> With regularly 40 and 50 heals. Right? Oh, tiny little angel. Oh, he's so cute. Hey, it, don't, don't heal me until he leaves, it'd be rude. Yeah. <laughs> as he kind of just floats there, you have done me, of course, a great personal service. And the heavens, in kind, are thankful. I must return. This fiend snatched me from my task. And I am bidden to one in Magambia to investigate on my summoner's behalf. Hmm. But please, allow me to aid you. Uh, of, of, of course, course. Uh, uh, we are uh, honored. Uh, uh, yes, uh, well, we're, we're, we're seeking uh, we're, we're seeking to protect our lands from the uh, Cinder Claws, uh, a cult uh, worshiping uh, Dahak. Uh, can you help mm, us in don't that? Don't say the D word. He's not Ekuja. He doesn't care. But with this angel saved, and now bidden to assist you with what celestial power he has, at least for some time. We'll find out what exactly he can do when next we meet. Which, for serious, is going to be two weeks this time. Because <laughs> next week is definitely PaizoCon. I know I'm right this time. Don't I know I screwed lies. it up last week because I thought it was this weekend because I don't even... Who even knows what day it is anymore with the state of the universe? But for serious, next week is PaizoCon. We're going to be here... A little later than usual, starting about an hour ago from now with a one-shot as part of the PaizoCon programming, a spiritual successor to our Fall of Flakestone adventure, which everyone is very excited (laughs) for. And then we'll be back the week after two weeks from now to continue the Age of Ashes and to find out what rewards come to those who save a literal angel (laughs) 
from a fey demon that is trying to eat them. <laughs> I'm thinking we're going to get cotton candy at the very least. Highlight of my day, the collective look on everyone's faces when I said he hits you for a 40. It's just a, <laughs> just a great moment, really. <laughs> the first the first 40s. He steps forward. Yeah, with the first 40 we've seen this campaign, yeah. just... Um. <laughs> oh, can he really... Can he really oh, bite gonna... me from the back of his head? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, he can. Oh, oh we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> the brief moment of terror. Thank you all for being here in the chat. Thank you all hanging out. Support.